Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 65 of the Can I Say Something podcast. I am your host and a recluse with a juicy caboose, Damien. We're coming to you live from beautiful downtown, a blanket fort in my living room. Across from me, we have the one, the only. And to my left, we have... On this week's episode of Can I Say Something, later on, we'll be discussing what we've been watching, including your name, your t- the talented Mr. Ripley, and an in-depth, spoiler-filled discussion of the 2016 Jason Bateman, Rachel McAdams action comedy game night. But first, we will be counting down our top five favorite episodes of the seminal 90s sitcom Seinfeld right into the show, Bicycle at Gmail, Bicycle on Twitter, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, all that stuff, or don't, I don't care. Dion, Carrie, what's up, guys? How we doing? When you talked about the spoilers and the things that, uh, uh, to make sure I had that ready, I was like, yeah, sure, I don't I, I don't know what I'm supposed to be using that for, but um, you just reminded me that we were supposed to watch a movie that we did not watch. Oh, no, buddy. <laughs> hey, I spent two and a half hours watching Seinfeld today, so I I, oh. I prepared. Yeah. I, I suppose we okay. all let it, our, uh, each other down this time around. Yeah, Who we did. Who did I let down? <laughs> Carrie didn't let any, well, you kind of let Damien down because we didn't watch the movie. Yeah, because of you. Well, <laughs> I think it was kind of a joint effort there because you said something about it yesterday and we, and we didn't do it. That's a distinction without a difference. We, we, we all hurt each other today, so I hope we can just grow and get past this. Right, sure. <laughs> so speaking of that, uh, I've never watched a Seinfeld. I've know it's been a, it's been a thing for a long time. One of the best uh, sitcoms of all time. Right? How, people how can you that. say that without watching it? I've heard it. I've heard people saying that it's one of the best of all time. It's fine. So I, I would have it to is, go, go ahead and I would say that. it's it's the best sitcom of all time. May not. Nice, nice. Is, is Scrubs a so sitcom? What? Yes. I say Scrubs is better. Oh, yeah. please! You look at uh, uh, just a list, any list on the internet of best sitcoms of all time, and Scrubs will never come be <laughs> well, better than Seinfeld. True, Scrubs does not reach the upper echelon. I feel like uh, it was. Uh, that's just unfair. I don't have good reasons. Everyone in the world should watch that show at least once in their life. Here's a question Absolutely. for you, Damien. Do you, um, yeah. you know, like when someone makes a Seinfeld reference, you've heard probably lots of yeah. Seinfeld references in your life, right? Yeah, right. Yep. Have you ever heard really very many Scrubs references? Oh boy. Would you know <laughs> that they were Scrubs references? Would I know? Like what? Make one. Make a reference right now. Eagle. No. No. uh that's what Uh, i'm talking about yeah that's a good point you mean it's more it's uh, seinfeld is more ingrained ingrained in the culture you're saying than scrubs yes absolutely i don't even know if that's true it's absolutely true how many seinfeld references have you ever gotten in your life that haven't come from your father i don't know i don't know (laughs) off the top of my head co-workers that drop seinfeld references I would say that I've heard more friends references over in my life. No, than that's Seinfeld. yeah. I mean, I, I, that's possible, but that's not the argument. The argument is that Seinfeld is more ingrained in culture than 
Scrubs. And I would be. dare challenge that as well. That I think I know more people that enjoy Scrubs than they do Seinfeld or Friends. I, you I just know, added friends like into this now two too. friends that like Scrubs. Yeah, and I know more friends that just don't like Friends <laughs> or Seinfeld, or oh. don't even watch it. Like our glorious host. I've never seen it. <laughs> yeah. They're all heathens. <laughs> heathens. Yeah. All right, but we so Carrie, kick us off here. Yeah, kick us off here. What's your number five Seinfeld moment of all time? So I did my top five episodes. Episode, episode um, yes. my number five is called The Chicken Roaster. It's from season eight, episode eight. Do you remember this episode, Dion? I do. Yes, I do. In this episode, a Kenny Rogers chicken restaurant opens right next to when to hold them yep they did make a gambler joke in it i'm sure you have to um so a kenny rogers chicken restaurant opens right next to kramer's apartment and it has this huge red neon sign that shines light into kramer's apartment and it's just messing with him and he is losing like color vision he he pours tomato juice into his cereal and so he ends up begging jerry to switch apartments with him they live across the hall from each other so jerry goes into kramer's apartment and kramer goes into jerry's apartment and they end up like basically switching personalities throughout the whole show so by halfway through the show kramer is a reasonable normal normal person person and jerry's starting to lose his mind also another um I just say that that episode was funnier to me because I forgot that whole dynamic. I, I remember Kramer suffering from the red light, yeah. but maybe I'm remembering Jerry turning into Kramer suffering yes. from the red and light. He comes in, oh, I'm stressed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then there's the other, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Plot, not plot. The other part of the episode with Elaine and story George, line? or other storyline, yes, where Elaine becomes... Um, president of the the Peterman catalog so she gets like a credit card an expense account and she just starts going crazy with it and buying she buys George this $8,000 sable hat you remember that that part yeah it was yeah it was like a pimp hat and so yeah uh it's just as big no it's like a big Russian furry hat okay and um George has this strategy with women that if he doesn't think that he's going to have get a second date with the woman, he'll leave behind something at their house so that he has to go hmm. back and get it. And then bam, second date. Remember that? Part? Okay. <laughs> Co-stanza. And, um, it's just really the, my favorite part of it is watching Jerry turn into, to Kramer and Kramer's his, his sleep. Descent to madness. Yes. And Kramer and Jerry sleeping in Kramer's bed and, um, he's hearing all sorts of crazy noises coming from the apartment. And he thinks that it's um, Mr. Marbles, the ventriloquist dummy running around the apartment. <laughs> I remember that part. <laughs> well, that, that's all I have to say about it. Thanks, guys. Thank, thanks for your contributions. Yes. Hey. No problem. <laughs> hey, I, I, I think I contributed as much as I could. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen that episode, but I, I, I did enjoy that episode. So Nice. Good work. Uh, Dan, so, so, Dan, did you say you had a top five or you didn't? Uh, me and Carrie worked on top five together. Oh, together? Yeah, we we're okay, going to so use co- our top co- five top against five. your top five, and then you dropped it on me that uh, you didn't make yeah. a top five. You've never watched an episode <laughs> of Seinfeld in your life, so never, this never is Miss Carrie it, just right. running the show right now. Bring it. So, yeah, Miss Carrie, what do you uh, got for number four? 
My number four is called The Subway from season three, episode 13. So the four main characters get on the subway together, but they're all going to different places. Um, it opens up with, I think, the funny one of the funniest lines in the episode because um, Elaine, the destination she's going to is a lesbian wedding. And George nice. says... I wonder if lesbians look at me and, and and go, see, that's why I'm a lesbian. That's one of my favorite <laughs> lines of the show. Nice. So they all they all start off on the first subway together and then they get off somewhere and they all take separate subways and Jerry falls asleep on the subway and when he wakes up, he's sitting across from this big fat naked guy and they just, you know, have a normal conversation like like nothing's wrong and they end up going to Coney Island together. And riding a um, roller coaster. Um, George meets some woman that invites him to her hotel room. She's like traveling, traveling businesswoman. And, and she invites him up to her hotel. And she ends up um, handcuffing him to the bed. And he thinks that he's about to, to get lucky. But she ends up robbing him instead. But she's very disappointed to find that he only has $8 in his wallet. So he, she steals all of his clothes and leaves him handcuffed to the bed. And let's see, Elaine, Elaine's the best part of this episode. Elaine's um, subway breaks down and she's like, it's completely packed. And you don't, you hear her inner dialogue, like what she's thinking to herself and how she's panicking and she's freaking out. Oh, somebody's touching, what's touching my leg? This guy stinks. And she's just freaking out and going getting crazier as the time goes on she just starts her in her head is screaming go go and then it starts going and she's so happy oh my god oh thank god oh, we're moving and then it and then it breaks down again and it goes she goes motherfucker <laughs> of course it bleeps it out that was a good one that was a good part and kramer wins big at the horse track and gets a ton of money in cash but this thug sees him leave with it so he gets on the subway with him and he's following him through the subway trying to mug him but then this undercover cop ends up saving him the the, the one that they thought was just a homeless guy begging for money was actually an undercover cop and, right. and um saves him and then it all ends with them in the coffee shop and Kramer, uh, george walks in with nothing but a comforter wrapped around him because the woman stole his clothes and joins them at the coffee shop. That was a loaded episode. I don't remember all four of those storylines happening in the same episode. I thought they were separate ones. Or at least not all four of them together. Interesting. It was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. They each had their own separate. I remember each one thing. of those was funny. Good story. Mm. Applaud. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when Elaine lost her shit, uh, that was great. Motherfuck. <laughs> I can appreciate that because I feel like that's what I would be doing if I was stuck in a subway completely crammed Hell in with yeah. other strangers. I would just be panicking in my mind and just slowly, not even slowly, just panicking more and more and more and, and things that are popping in my head are getting crazier and crazier and crazier as time goes on. I'm not sure if it's something that's happened to me with older age or whatever, but even elevators, sometimes I don't think the door is going to open. Or I'm gonna stuck get stuck between floors. I gotta calm myself oh, yeah. down, stop myself from hyperventilating. But I've been in a, yep. a in a in a subway train before, and 
I mean, you get it, all those people around you like she had? Hell yeah. I'd be throwing some hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like there's nothing, there's literally nothing you can do if you're stuck underground. Like, nothing. There's literally nothing you can do but stand there in the dark. And then all I can think is Daybreak with uh, Sylvester Stallone. And just now mm. that's a whole other thing. Mm. Tunnels collapsing in on you and you got to escape and swim through water because you're underwater and it's just this whole mess. I don't, I don't want to. I think I, I remember that movie. Was there a dog? The yeah. Movie? Yeah. To save the dog. Of yep. course. I was like, don't let the doggy die. <laughs> oh, I could never do that. I would uh, die. That part where they had to like swim underwater for like a full minute to yeah, get out. Yeah. I would just die. That's yeah. the part too. They had a, where they had to save the dog and everything. I'd, I would die. Yeah. I would just drown. I'd get halfway through and, and freak out and just drown. Yep. Coming in at number... No, <laughs> what do you got? You got something, yep. David? You, you sound like you want to say something. Oh, it was like that movie, The Descent, where they were underwater or either in a cave, right? Oh, I never watched never it. Was that the one with oh, yeah. the... Uh, the uh, Was that a scary movie? Yes, it was, it was a scary movie. Okay. I don't know if that was <laughs> that one or it was like the, the, the one with the... The kids in the the mine from like South America or something like that. Oh, I didn't know they made a movie about that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. Huh. All right. Coming in at number three, Carrie, what you got? Number three was called The Abstinence from season eight, episode nine. I really think the the premise of this episode is very funny. So the premise is that if men stop having sex, they get smarter. But if women start mm-hmm. stop having sex, they get dumber. The, this, <laughs> that's the premise of the whole episode. So it centers right. on George and Elaine. So George is dating this woman who has mono and says, Oh, I can't, I, I can't have sex for like six weeks. P.S. I had mono. It, you, it's not just, Oh, we can't have sex for six weeks. He shouldn't have been around her at all. Anyway, mm. I digress. She has mono. She can't have sex with him for six weeks. So as the episode goes on, the longer George goes without sex, the smarter he gets. He's like solving Rubik's cubes and answering Jeopardy questions. And um, he works for the Yankees. He starts teaching uh, like Derek Jeter how to hit better by teaching him math. And he randomly learns how to speak mm-hmm. Portuguese and he just becomes a genius, basically. <laughs> and then you have Elaine, Elaine, whose boyfriend is none other than Bob Odenkirk, guest appearance. Bob Odenkirk is Saul. Right. Yep. Yes. Looking real young in this episode. So he's her boyfriend and he is um, studying to become a doctor, but he can't pass the tests. So Elaine sees how genius George is becoming by not having sex. So she says, okay, we'll just not have sex. And you'll get smarter and you'll be able to pass the test. And then I'll, I can say that I'm with a doctor, which has always been her dream. So as the episode goes on with her, she's getting dumber and dumber and dumber. And um, so um, her boyfriend ends up passing the tests and um, he ends up dumping her because his dream has always been that when he became a doctor, he would dump whoever he was with and find somebody better. Mm. So uh, it's just uh, an interesting premise to me. Cause I, I, I could believe it. I, well, anyway, I think, I think, um, 
I think that I think it's correct for women. I don't know about the male perspective, but I feel like I I feel smarter or I feel like I can think better after. I think that works for everybody. Sure. Yeah. So you you get smarter too? Yeah. If you get it on the regular? I I well for me personally, um I'm I'm less uh the less I get it, the more closed off to the world I become. So, or also the angrier I can get. <laughs> <laughs> so I suppose uh, after I, I, I've gotten mine, I can, uh, I, I am more accepting. I'm more open to, to again, embracing the world for, with all its information and, and mm. glory such see their their theory is that men spend 95 percent of their or use 95 percent of their brain power focusing on sex so if you take sex off the table they can start focusing on other things now see i I mean i don't 95 percent. that's that's excessive i mean to be honest i don't even think i thought about it that much when i was 13 so but i could be an exception not really the 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 the, Rule. The, the, the target audience for this statistic. Damien, right. what about you? So I've seen, uh, yeah, two things. I've seen, a th- I think I've seen a clip from this episode. Do they come into Jerry's apartment when, they, when they're when they out? Or is that the bet? Is that the, the bet uh, episode? Uh, that might be, which, I'm, uh, which is coming up. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, so it's two different, I'm thinking of two different episodes. It might, you might be. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, I do think... Personally, I think I think clearer, more more clearly afterwards, because I feel like you are so. If you if you get backed up, you need to clean the chute every once in a while. Sure. <laughs> so I feel like yeah, once you, if you're on a date or if you're just out in the world and you're backed up and you haven't shot in a while, um, I feel like cleaning cleaning the gun, cleaning the shaft um, helps you think better, yeah, more clearly. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. 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 Take a after, trip to Palmville. Palmsville, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So, it, even even at just Palmsville, it will get the job done. You know, opens you up. Yeah, it does. Because, but it's interesting to to you know during during it during the act of it, you know the the things that get you off. Once you're there and you're clear headed, you're like, what the fuck is wrong with me? What is this? This is what? Why? You're looking at what your am hands. I? Shaking. Don't what did my, I do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it just killed a man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you just yeah, so. set fire to your computer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> burn it down. Burn it down. Burn yep. it to the ground. Burn By the way, the down. Palmville thing yep. was a Scrubs reference. Thank you. Uh, you would know. Mm. No one else got that reference know. because no one else I watches Scrubs. I believe I have many listeners on this show that will. Yeah. And I, I really I do like Scrubs. I will admit that, but it's not as good as Seinfeld. It's just, yeah, it's just not as, This is also the episode as, where it must have been around this time where um, you're, it was illegal to smoke in public places because uh, Kramer's trying to smoke in the restaurant and in the coffee house and he gets kicked out and he goes outside and there's all these other people smoking and complaining about how they, they feel like they're not part of society anymore because they always get kicked out. And so Kramer starts a smoker's lounge in his apartment. Ah, okay. Man, and so was loaded yeah. too. he's constantly around people smoking and he's smoking cigars constantly. And he comes into Jerry's apartment and his, his skin's all wrinkly and brown and his teeth are disgusting. And 
Jerry's like, you look terrible. What's going on? It's it's like, look at you. You look like a baseball glove. Yeah, you look like yeah, you look like an and old catcher's mitt. Deal. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Kramer's like, what are you talking about? And he looks in the mirror and he's like, freaking out. Don't look at me. <laughs> I'm, I'm hideous. <laughs> famous famous line. Yes. Okay. Uh, what is number two? Company number two. Wham, blah, blah, blah. Number two, I'm, oh, this is a very highly referenced episode called The Soup Nazi. Season uh-huh. seven, episode six. I'm sure you've heard of The Soup Nazi, yes? Yeah, no no soup for you. No soup for you. I know, now I, I will no say this you. one has, has, is, is a common uh, uh, quote of fans. Yes, so I don't know that I need to explain the premise of this right. episode there's a guy who makes really good soup but he's crazy and he will he will refuse your he will refuse you he will he's not crazy he's a genius he's, he's a master a ge- of his craft he's a genius uh, but if you don't follow the his procedures he will kick you out Stern. and refuse your he service did, he 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 is perfection so why could he he demands perfection from his 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 soup so why would he not demand that from his customers? Oh, you were watching earlier, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh-huh. that's the premise of the episode. But uh, another part of this episode is um, PDA, where Jerry and his girlfriend are very, like, all over each other. And they have um, cringy pet names for each other. They keep calling each other Schmoopy. And it's everyone's getting super annoyed by that. Um, so it's also it's, about failure to comply with soup Nazis rules. Everyone takes yes. him for uh, underestimates what the person, what what Jerry actually says to them. It's like, oh, he's not going to not give me soup. He's like, yes, he will. You follow. You it. go in. You hand them the money. You you place your order. You do not make small talk. You and you say what you want. You, you even when you get up to the counter, you hand him the money, or you put the money on the counter, and then you take. Three Two steps, steps to, to the, the side, yeah. and then the wa- the woman will hand it to you, and then you nod and leave. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you, either of you ever had soup that was so good that you'd be willing to put up with a, a soup Nazi for? Never. Don't know. I don't think so. I will go as far as say that I actually don't enjoy soup that much. Yeah, soup is fine. You know, I have a soup that I would I would do anything for let me take a guess it would be cheddar and broccoli no 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 panera bread one no 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 this soup i only get to have once a year oh we have to travel for it lobster stew and it's a it's a specific lobster stew from a specific place in maine in wiscasset maine shout out to the prettiest little town in maine (laughs) um it is Oh my! I, you have to sit down to eat it. They like yeah. melt a a stick of butter into the soup. Oh my gosh! Into and each individual cute, soup. Well, that's not a fact. <laughs> I don't know about that. It is very high in fat. I'm sure very there's cream, rich. and there's huge chunks of lobster meat in it, and it's half the reason I go to Maine every year. And it's it's twenty dollars a bowl. But I say half. I say it's like eighty percent of the reason you go okay, to Maine. Okay, sure. But it's twenty dollars a bowl. And it's it's worth every penny. It's another reason why I don't eat seafood. $20 a bowl. It's worth it. It's the best. 
the best thing ever. I got like steak soup, like there'd be more steak in it. You get 20 bucks for uh, three pieces of lobster, three big pieces of lobster, but it's everybody has lobster <laughs> in it. And it's boiled in, in, in lobster guts. I don't know. I don't know what you guys do with your stews. <laughs> It's delicious. Another digression, but yeah. yeah. I, I And so um, what happens in the episode is that Jerry brings his girlfriend to get the soup and she's trying to like make out with him in line and the soup Nazi catches her making out with him and he's she's like, he's like, you cannot do that here. And she gets mad. They start arguing and he, he banishes her from the, the restaurant and Jerry. So Jerry has to choose in that moment, whether he goes, he leaves with his girlfriend or stays and gets soup. So of course he stays. He's like, mm. yeah, of course. She's like, are you coming Jerry? And he's like, mm. uh, do I know you? <laughs> <laughs> so that effectively ends the relationship for the soup, which I would yeah. have chosen to, I would have chosen the soup over schmoopy. Yeah. Yeah, fair. So then they break fair. up and George cannot hide his his glee in the fact that they broke up because he was so annoyed with the whole PDA and schmoopy thing. Have you guys ever been super pumped when uh, a friend has broken up with somebody? Um Yeah, probably. I don't have a name say, yeah. for you, but I think in my past I, I have. Yeah, I can't really think of one in the past 10 years even. I can think of some from when I was like a teenager, but. Yeah. I was happy when you broke up with your boyfriend. Of course you were. <laughs> but the magician? Uh, <laughs> yeah, the magician. Poof, he's gone. <laughs> it was just I mean, like I'll just that. say, say, shmishmeva, shmishmeka. So Papa, Shmashmeka. What's that? Her, her name. Her name rhymes with Shmakela. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be that'd be the one. Rhymes with Sasha. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carrie, what is your number one? Coming in number one. Were you done with that one? No, I had one more thing to say. So it ends okay. up, the episode ends with, so, okay, Elaine goes in and she doesn't follow the rules at all and she ends up getting banned for a banned year. Banned for, uh, for a year for the, the, the soup restaurant. But she ends up getting um, an armoire that the soup Nazi had and he had left all of his recipes in it. So the episode ends with her going back into the restaurant with and reading off all his recipes to him and screaming at him. Because she's going to put him out of business now. And yeah, it, just, it comes to, full circle. She went to she thank him for giving her the armoire, but he had no idea it was going to her. This was post her, him banning her for a year. And he's like, if I knew it was for you, I would have taken a hatchet to it. I would never give you that uh, armoire. Until Kramer, he can never come back either. And then she was like, ah, like I'm disgusted. And then she found all the recipes and then she went back and she's like, ah, no soup for you. Yeah. Next. <laughs> So that was it. <laughs> he, Soup Nazi, was in huh? Scrubs. Was he? Yes, he was. He was in an episode of Scrubs. He was dating one of uh, JD's exes. Did it he was have a mustache? Tara Reed, her ex. And uh, or, she was the ex. He had the mustache. And JD knew it was him. But, like, well, I mean, 
there, there's a lot of meta stuff when when in Scrubs, I guess. I don't we call it meta. I suppose. I mean, you're going across shows, so. But he was like, he's like, say the thing, and he's like, I don't know what thing. <laughs> he's like, come on, you know. And he finally pissed him off to the point where he was like, no suit for you. He closes the door in his face. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. See, a Seinfeld reference in Scrubs. There you go. Hey, I going through some of these episodes, I can't help but realize that Friends also does the same thing. But Seinfeld was before Friends, right? Uh, I mean, they they yes. Seinfeld started before Friends. They ran at the same time for a while, but Seinfeld started like maybe four years or... All right, but I'm sure we can all agree Simpsons Seinfeld. did it first, right? Simpsons? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, me neither, actually. No. Uh, speaking of uh, Scrubs, you heard who died yesterday? Oh, I thought we were gonna, we could get to that after the Seinfeld thing. I'm not ready to cry uh, yet. Okay, all right. All right, so, number one. Are we ready, ready yes, for number one? Number one. Number yep. one is called The Contest, season four, episode mm-hmm. 10. The Contest. Not yes, so I, I would say this is a very well-known, famous yeah. episode. Um. George gets caught by his mother, Master Birding. Going to Palmsville. <laughs> and she ends up falling down and going to the hospital. So he vows that he will never masturbate again. And every of course the rest of them are like, Yeah, okay, whatever. You want and so they end up making a bet who who will last the longest without masturbating. And mm-hmm. um Let's see. So they go up to Jerry's apartment and find out that there is a naked woman across the street in her apartment. So they're all watching this naked woman. And then Kramer kind of goes off back to his apartment. And then literally 30 seconds later, he comes back and he takes money out of his wallet and slams it on the counter. I'm out. (laughs) So Kramer was out very quickly. Right. And uh, they made... Elaine give them two to one odds or start. How would you say that? They've made it harder. She had to pay double because she was a woman. They thought that she would last longer, but Uh, Elaine ends up meeting um, John F. Kennedy Jr. at her gym and John F. Kennedy Jr. asks her on a date and that thought makes her um, lose. And so she, she walks in to Jerry's apartment the next day and, gets her wallet out and George and Jerry are like, what? No, you? (laughs) It was John, John. (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, meanwhile, Jerry is dating a virgin and uh, Uh getting very frustrated because he's not getting any, getting any from her. And, um, it's just really the the I think the most genius scenes of this episode don't even have any dialogue. It shows them all in their beds at night. And so after the first night, Jerry's tossing and turning, George is tossing and turning, Elaine's tossing and turning, and then it cuts to Kramer who's sound asleep. Cause he was the first <laughs> one out. And then the next night, right. Jerry and George are tossing and turning, and Elaine and Kramer are fast asleep. I thought that was kind of funny. Um mm. The famous, are you master of your domain? 
quote. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jerry and George, by the end of it, are just arguing over every little thing because they're so they're fr- they're so frustrated. And it ends up that the, he Jerry tells the Virgin about their the contest, and she's disgusted and calls them all perverts and leaves crying, and runs into JFK Jr. And then JFK Jr. ends up taking her home, and they and they do it. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. after all that work, Jerry doesn't get any in, in JFK Jr. They all kind of suffer. Elaine yeah, and- yeah, and Elaine never got with him either. So. Yep. Um, great, great episode. Have you ever been caught? No. Never? No. Good for really? you. Yep. Goddamn yeah, ninja. <laughs> Doing it right now. She doesn't even know. <laughs> right. <laughs> Damon, you ever been caught? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Just the, just, just the amount I, I beat off in my life. There's, you kind of have to be. Yeah. The odds are against you. Le- the odds were yes. The odds were never in my favor. Who was it? Or whatever that line is. Mom, of course. Mom. Like I was wondering, mom, yeah. coworker, roommate, <laughs> police officer. When I'm in the library, yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I was just under the under the covers, and it's just like, you know, she must know just by changing the sheets every day, the crust and everything. The socks that goes on with that. The sock. Well, no, I, I never jerked off to a sock. I don't understand that that logic. And you know, it's, you just, it's less mess. Sure, I guess. But then it's like you can never not know there was jizz in that sock. There's always going to be. You can wash as much as you want, but you you got to know. Well, like, you get a special the, sock. That's right, a special but then sock. After you watch it, a <laughs> <the> special sock. <laughs> I don't know. That just seems so much like a lot of work that too. Surprises like, me. You, you uh, struck me as a I'm guy who had a special sock. No, it's just like, oh, I'm about to shoot. Let me stop and shoot. Let me stop before I shoot. Grab my sock, put it on my dick, and then here we go. No, never. It's just a, it seems like a lot of work okay. to go into that. All like right. I'm, I'm in the zone. I'm in the fucking zone. I don't want to interrupt the cycle. I don't want to interrupt the pattern or the, you know. Hey, fair. I, I understand thought, the little process. Parts. I get it. I get it. Sometimes <laughs> if your foot's not angled right, then you know you're yeah. not going to get to that yeah. point. You got everything yeah. must be. Perfect. So yeah, just like uh, I don't know, in my in my room growing up, it must have smelled like sour milk and vinegar and just awfulness. <laughs> your mother walks by your door. She's like, I know what just happened just by the scent. Not even just happened, just because you know, I, I think in my room growing up, I don't remember if I had a window at all. <laughs> I might I, I might not have even had a window. I think I had like a, a door leading to my leading to a porch or something, but it just must have. Dang, terribly. Um, and so, yeah, just one of those days. I'm just like in bed on vacation or it's on the weekend or something. And just I'm under the covers doing my thing. She just walks in and just, yeah, I'm just under the covers. Like, it's not like I'm on a chair at a, or at a computer <laughs> table or whatever. I'm in bed under the covers. I'm just like, yeah, she's like, okay, so you want to watch this, this, dinner, dinner's at six. Okay, thanks, bye. That sort of thing. So, she's, like, she's like, Damien, yep. it's 90 degrees out. Why are you under your comforter right now? <laughs> She's sitting in her living yeah. room and it's like Yoda. Something terrible has just happened. <laughs> it's as if a sense of disturbance in the force. Millions yeah. of voices were just snuffed out. <laughs> Billions, yeah. 
Mm. You know, it's it's like that. Yeah, I must have had like you remember that scene in Jurassic Park where they find the they explain where they found the uh, the mosquitoes were um, encrusted in the what was it amber? What were they? And the amber. I could just imagine how many like flies and, and mosquitoes were encrusted in my jizz on the Man. walls and be a pearl. on my stomach. And a pearl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, no. Who, who would win so the contest? Gross. Who would win the contest here? I think that's really what our listeners want to know. If we had Seinfeld contest, who wins? Me. Man. Yeah, it's you. No, no yeah. argument. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. I think what the difference of this lose? would be compared to the episode is that me and Damien would come in at the same time, slam our money down on the table, and both say in unison, out, but not have actually been involved in each other, partaking, <laughs> but it would just be like right. the, the timing, like walking through the door, two separate yep. sides of the house, boom, out, Yep. and Carrie just like, mm, free money. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but who would be your JFK then? Who would be your JFK junior? Who would set you off? I don't know, some brunette on Pornhub? No, Carrie, who is oh. Carrie's JFK Jr. <laughs> oh, isn't it obvious? <laughs> oh, yeah, come on, I know, uh, Richard, Richard Madden. Richard Madden, yeah. yeah. Of course. She, oh, gosh, she, I might lose right now. She loves those little worm lips. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I'm trying to think... <laughs> I'm trying to think uh, back on his uh, Ron in, in Game of Thrones. Was he ever... Is, you saw some butt, right? You saw butt. Saw? Yeah. I've seen yeah, his butt like, several times. You, you see his butt in um, the, the bodyguard. You see his butt in bodyguard. You see his oh, butt John? in Game of Thrones. You see his yeah. butt in Rocket Man. Uh, the dude's too yeah. aware. He knows he has a good butt. Yeah, you said it out of your mouth. I mean, those <laughs> words just came out of your mouth. It's pretty toned. You can't lie. Mm-hmm. He was a chunky mm-hmm. kid when he was growing up. That's why he's showing his butt off so much. That's the real reason. He got a butt to show now. Oh, the reason he's, he says he's chunky kid, he got that badonkadonk. He was really chubby, and he had to. He was doing theater, and he had to do a scene where he was, um, I don't know if he was naked or just topless, and he was so self conscious about it. That's what um, inspired him to get into shape, mm. and then now he looks like he looks now, and yes, and he does. it's glorious. So I got the. Uh, IMDb's top yeah. five of Seinfeld. We'll compare I, the I have one question. I have one more question yeah. that pertains yeah. to this last episode. So um, Jerry's girlfriend in the episode is a virgin, and I'd imagine she's probably in her 30s. Would that deter you from dating somebody? No. Probably not. No. no. I mean, it's, uh, I, I think it goes to a certain level. Um if it's something that turns into like I'm waiting for marriage kind of thing, then no, that would be a deal breaker. Not because you know I'm so yeah. like yeah, no that oh I gotta get my nut. It's more like I, you can't marry somebody and then have sex because you could be sexually incompatible, 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 and then what? Now you're now you're fucked. So I agree with that. Well, I you know I don't I don't encourage promiscuity. I do feel like you need to to exactly like how you said it that you need to figure out if you're sexually compatible, compatible. because everything else could be great, but if you have a bad sex life, that that yep. that's a long that's a long marriage. Yep. Then it turns into well, you know, we had sex 
last week. So do we really need to have sex this week? And then it turns into, well, we had sex this month. Do we really need to have sex this month? <laughs> year, decade, yeah. then you're dead. So, Or it could go thanks. the other way of she just likes, oh, fuck, this is sex. Woo, let's do it every day. <laughs> every day. Let's get on it. True. There could be too much. It could be. Maybe too much. Yeah. I just, I wonder, um, like in Jerry's case where it's, she's just getting frustrated over and over because it's not like she's, she keeps almost like leading him up to that point and then stopping. I feel like that would be very frustrating. Yes. I think some people would take the challenges because you said virgin. Be like, all right, I'll change that. But there's also some Let pressure me on show that you though. The world. I mean, if you if you take someone's virginity, they're oh they're gonna always remember you. So if you suck or if you're just not on your A game, oh. they're gonna remember that you sucked your whole their whole lives. I mean, if it's a dude that already did it, I don't think they really care. If you were going after it just for the, the notch, then it's whatever. If you're out there claiming maiden heads, you know. <laughs> Virgin Hunter. <laughs> yeah. All right. So here we go. Top five from IMDb. Number one yes. was the contest. Woo. Number two, the soup Nazi. Ah. Number three, the opposite. Uh, George decides to turn his life around by doing the exact opposite of what he would usually do. Elaine is having a lot of bad luck. And Jerry keeps breaking even, and Kramer gets the coffee table book published. That's a coffee yes. book that turns into a, 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 coffee, a table. coffee table. Yeah. Uh, number four, the outing. A prank by Elaine leads a newspaper journalist to think that Jerry and George are gay. And five, the Hamptons. The gang goes to the Hamptons for the weekend to visit Elaine's friends new baby sorry the, the screen is a little far away small font so this is the episode where you um you probably heard about with the shrink uh shrinkage, shrinkage. i was in the pool mm, i was in the pool <laughs> probably the what, would you say that's like the second most famous seinfeld line mm, maybe maybe I mean, one is clearly no soup for you no soup for you yeah right uh, these yeah. pretzels are making me thirsty pretzels are making <laughs> me thirsty uh I mean, if, if you go, yeah, Newman. <laughs> oh. Newman. If, what about, uh, what about, uh, uh, yada, yada, yada? Yes. That's yada, a good yada. one. Yeah. Well, Jerry said, and what's the deal? Is that, <laughs> that was like his. <laughs> that was during his monologue. Monologue. But I no, mean, that works though. I think that's a. No double dipping. I think he still uses that from time to time. He needs to dust that one off. Or no, no double dipping was a thing. Was that a double thing? Double dipping. Oh, uh, yes. yeah. Okay. All right. You dip the chip, yeah. and then you it. dipped again. <laughs> dip the chip, and that's it. One dip and just end it. Well, that was great, Carrie. You did you did a great well, job. Very good. Thanks. I applaud you. Thank you. So that was uh, Carrie's top five uh, Seinfeld episodes. Dion, I sent you the list. Topic list coming up. Last call cast after the break. Last call cast after the break. Hold on, I got to pull the list up. All right, so I'll, I'll throw All some right. out here for you right now. How many movies has Damien seen in his life? What do you think? I'm not telling you now. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be it's, a, it's got to be a lot. He's probably watched more movies in his life than I have. Yes, 
I bet that's correct. <laughs> solid bet. The solid bet. Favorite places to visit? Bars, movies, theaters, art galleries? Do you have a name for your significant other? And uh, we'll talk about... Uh, hey, we're going to talk about Scrubs. We're going to do a lot of Scrubs talk. So it's not on your topic list, but I'm throwing that one in there. All that and more on the other side of the break coming up on last call cast for... Can I say something of a Damien? Dion. And Carrie. Love you. Yada, yada, yada. Welcome to the last call cast. I'm Damien. Dion. And Dion's going to take the reins here. What do you want to talk about, buddy? Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw R.I.P. out to Sam Lloyd, head of uh, Scrubs lore. We're mm-hmm. talking about Seinfeld in the last episode, but my favorite show was always uh, Scrubs. Not really always Scrubs, and it, it, I appreciated more later on in my life. Should have watched it when I was younger. Never did, but yeah, mm-hmm. played the character Ted in uh, Scrubs. He was a lawyer and. Uh, Brain tumor got him. Uh, so, yep. rip. Great character. Uh, yeah. Great, great musician. No, I mean, musician. Yeah, yeah, mus- musician. Yeah. He had that band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny. We've, we've actually been playing the song game over the last few weeks where we all, there's a, this 30 day challenge, and we all pick a song over the, the course of five days where it meets the challenge. And one, uh, one of the times that I picked, with the song, it was it was it was like a a song that makes you I don't know, I forget the category not like really sad but like you know think oh was it a song that makes you sad all right it was a song oh yeah because I put it in there as a, a decoy but it was um because it actually wasn't really a sad song it was hey ya but his um yeah his band's rendition of it where they sing it mm. slow at the janitor's wedding and. Uh, it's really a, a, a happy moment, but the the way that he can he he, he sang the song, it just kind of like it was, it was heavy, it was deep, and mm. this was like two weeks ago where we had this song, and I was like, man, if 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 I had put it on that list this past week, and then just because just as we started playing the music game, uh, one of the guys, uh, Aldo, he was like, oh, and he's like, no, no, I'm like, what? He's like. Sam Lloyd died, and I'm like he's like Ted, and like I was like, no, oh, no, not Ted. So I was happy we didn't have that song on there because that might have actually been real tears. Because that, I, hey man, right. I love that show, and I thought Ted was one of the uh, a strong character. He wasn't one of the main characters, but he was a very good supporting mm-hmm. character. It was absolutely yeah. rip, bud. Yeah, rip, bud, rip. Yeah, he, uh, he posted this this video. Well, he was in the hospital. It was the last video he ever took, but. He was like he started off him singing a song. That 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 band that he had in the uh the show he actually toured with. Uh they were a real band. They yeah. were a real they band. They were yeah. his real band before Right. Right. And um Yeah, he was just started off singing a song and then he was just kinda it was it was a short video. You know, you see those things where it's like sometimes it is it, it's almost like a risky click. Cause you know that he had the brain tumor, you know he was sick. Yeah, it's kind of like the the headlines. Last video, you know, Sam Lloyd ever recorded, 
it's kind of like, do I want to see this? Do you want to see this? Is this how you want to remember Yeah, him? right. But it was actually one of those things where it was like, I mean, it was kind of a feel-good thing. He, he was singing. He was like, hey, looking for work. I'm a good character actor. Mm. Hit me up. You know, it's just, it wasn't as bad as, it wasn't, you know, risky click of the day kind of thing. Mm. Right, right, so, right. He had just had his first child, too. Yeah, like, when he got sick. A couple months ago. Yeah. Oh, it's no. Terrible. Yep. It's awful. Yep. And I've been listening to the uh, the new Scrubs podcast and uh, with uh, JD and Turk, the two guys. Oh, yeah, yes. How's them. that going? Uh, uh, it's great, dude. It's my, fa- it's my new favorite podcast right now. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> they've already had... Uh, Elliot's character, um, Carla, Dr. Cox, uh, the mm. producer, Bill Lawrence. They've already been on the show. And they, he was, they were like saying, like, we got to get more people on the show because they enjoy talking to everybody, and especially because of COVID going around. Like, yeah. They can't. Like J- J.D. and Turk, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not refer to them as their real names because <laughs> it's just easier if I... Yeah. Even though their theme song is pretty good. But uh, um, I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, they they wanted to to get more of the the people they worked with on. <laughs> mm, yeah, Carrie almost caused the incident over here, <laughs> and uh, they're like, "Yeah, we got to get the main characters on, and then maybe we'll go for like supporting characters." And you know, Ted was definitely one of the the guys. They they no one can see it coming but you know there's going to be something about it like in the next one and like regret like not being able to get to like because you know ted wasn't if you could name scrubs characters ted wouldn't be the the, one of the ones that you're like oh we got to get this one on the show right away he's definitely someone you get on the show but not right away and now it's like now you don't have that shot anymore so yep that's a that's a pretty sobering thought i think it is absolutely but well, how many episodes have they done so far? It's like six now, I think. You say of the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's about six. Uh, the last one, uh, they're doing two a week now. Whoever is uh, oh, wow. hosting them, they they yeah. upgraded them to two a week. And oh, wow. they had Cox on and they had Carla on, on separate ones. And, the, and it's funny because there was a question that was asked. And actually, I want to I want to know your answer too. Um, yeah. If you could take a main character out of a show, right, right, <laughs> who would it be? And yeah, think about Replace the them. effects that it would have on the show. It wouldn't be like the same show anymore. And right, when it comes to th- that question, they're like, "All right, Scrubs, who would you take out?" And I'm like, yeah, "I don't think you really take out anybody, but I guess if you had to, maybe Carla." But she was on this the last podcast they had, and she was hilarious and. I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry that I even thought about taking you out of the show. You're great. You stay there. I, I don't even know who I would take <laughs> out now. but Right. And it, it's so weird because there's uh, they, they go with the explicit label. And uh, to hear these, like a PG show, well, not really PG. Well, I would say like PG-13 uh, television show uh, where they, they were always like pretty heavy-handed with like sexual things situations and everything but right as far as cursing ever went you know you're you're a network show so you probably just said damn you know once in a while right these guys swear 
constantly. And it's just, it's super crazy to hear like you, you watching this show the, this whole time and not never have they dropped a F bomb. And I understand they're, they're people and they have their own ways of talking, but it's just like, fuck this, fuck that. Carla comes on and she's like, she's got the whole <laughs> the, the Dominican thing. Like, oh, fucking shit. I, I can't even do it, but you, can, you just gotta watch, you can listen to it. And it's almost like, I can, I can compare it to like the first time my sister growing up, she ever swore in front of me. It was kind of like the, the death of innocence right there. Like, Oh shit, she's swearing now. Like, yeah. Uh, and I'll feel it one day when I hear my kid curse or something intentionally, but uh, hearing the, uh, the, the, the scrubs family, uh, just uh, acting like real people. I mean, I understand people act like real people, but yeah, just, just dropping curse words left and right. It's like, Whoa, well, I know I do it. I, I got a, I got a foul mouth, but yeah, it's just crazy to hear them doing it. I don't know. It's fun though. Yeah. It's fun. Great show. You should listen to it. I encourage everybody listen to the podcast. So you're asking, uh, who would I replace as a main character in a show? Um, yeah, I'll say Scrubs, but have you watched Scrubs? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I've watched probably, I've, I've seen it once, you know, once through all the way. Did a, I did a binge of it a few years ago, okay. um, but I'm not as familiar as it with you are, as you are. But you were saying, you know, who would you replace as the main character? Are you talking just Scrubs or any show? Well, let's go to your favorite show. Yeah, Office. So with The Office, they had um, audition tapes that they released, uh, I think, a few years after it went off the air. And they had um, Paul Giamatti uh, auditioning for Michael Scott. Um, I think they had Bob, Bob Odenkirk auditioned for Michael Scott. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. Are you talking when he oh. left in... Oh, no, no, originally. Okay, okay. Auditioning. They auditioned for the role. Uh, Nick Offerman auditioned for the role of, of uh, Michael Scott. So that's a bunch of different uh, takes you could have for Michael Scott, right? I think they said something like Bob Odenkirk. They were like going to give him the role. And then Steve yeah. Carell's, Steve Carell was doing a different show and then it got canceled. So then that freed him up. So like Bob Odenkirk was super close to getting it. Hmm. But then yeah, they brought him back weird. later on, right? Yeah, he was a boss in a different place. And just as cringy as Michael. Yes. Yep. Yeah, because Pam was like, he's Michael. He could have been a good Michael. I mean, I don't know if he would have been as good as Steve Carell. It's hard to say, but. Yeah, maybe I, was, uh, I wasn't clear. Uh, main character that I, uh, you just take out of the show. I mean, like recasting is an option as well. I think that's where yeah. you went with it. But who? Yeah. As a main character, would you just like take out of the show? Oh, I didn't. I I understood. I misunderstood your question. I might have said it wrong. It's just yeah. Uh, just take on completely and what? Just it would yeah. Be, just take it completely out. Yeah. So you you uh, said you would recast Michael Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, if you had to take a character out of the show, out of the office, main character, uh, while still trying to keep the integrity of the show, we'll say. <laughs> I don't. I. Mm. I don't. I mean, how can you say that? It wouldn't be the same yeah. show without the. Doesn't make the, se- the, one of the main. Characters. I guess you're. Uh, the question is really asking, like, who's the the weakest character, main or character. maybe they're just a character you couldn't. You think that might not have like really brought anything to the show. Mm. Unnecessary. Rose from the like, Golden unnecess- Girls. <laughs> Golden Girls. Rose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You, I don't think you're allowed to do that. I don't think you're allowed to break them up. Oh, okay. All right, fine. Uh, take <laughs> take out Fonzie from Happy Days. Uh, 
See, this exercise is lost on you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah. Take out Darlene from Roseanne. She was a bitch. From Roseanne? Yeah. I think you just take out Becky because she oh, left on which, her own once. Sure, 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 sure. It's actually a funny uh, thing about the uh, Sarah Chalk episode of the the podcast. They they were they were talking about her uh, past on Roseanne mm-hmm. and how they kind of like just called her up out of nowhere. It's like, hey, can you do this? And it's like, oh, sh- sh- okay, yeah. And then she had to like fly out there, and she was like on set like the next days. It's crazy. Her the whole Roseanne thing was just like a wild ride for her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Do you want to move on? To, yeah, no, I, uh, I think I said my piece. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you guys want to take a guess how many movies I've seen in my entire life? Um, You've known me as the movie guy, right? The, uh, this guy, this fucking movie guy, so you know the fucking movies. Self-proclaimed movie guy, I suppose. The movie guy, yep. <laughs> so. Hold on. Say, I need put out. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm just saying put out a number, and I'm just going to give you a hint, which is the number that you're probably thinking of is way too high because let me give you the context of this question. I did letter by a center for letter letterbox. And it's just a place where you can plug in all the movies you've seen over your life. And I went, I did, I spent about five hours last week uh, going through year by year and clicking through and rating every movie I've seen in my entire life. And when I got, yeah, when I got done, the number that I had totaled was much, much lower than I thought it would be. So just ha- keep that in mind as you guess the number. It's funny. He's saying much, much lower, but it's still probably an obscenely high per- number <laughs> in comparison. To but you, have to, you, have to think, you have to think 30, well, I'm 30, we're 35, right? Um, so take maybe well, 20. We are not. We are not. I don't okay, think I'll, you I'll, are. Right. I think you're like okay. 45. Okay. All right, dude. All right, dude. <laughs> um. <laughs> So 25 years of, of really watching movies, right? Very, um, of, of seeing maybe, you know, saw maybe two or three a year when I was 10. So maybe ramped up to maybe 10 or 15 a year in the, in the Two teens. or three movies a year? I'm saying in the, like, my teen, my like 10, 10 to 15, and then it ramped up 15 to, to 20. And you didn't watch movies on TV? Um... No, I'm not counting. I'm not counting like I watched Jurassic Park 17 times. I'm saying how many movies have I seen? Yeah, so just, yeah. you can't yeah, say Jurassic question. Park 17 right, times. You I'm ready to give you my once. answer. Go ahead. 403. Um, hmm. Okay. Carrie, what's I'm going to say more like uh, 1,200. 1,200? Yeah. Carrie was closest without going over. The actual actual number of movies Damien has seen in his life is 1,210. Oh, my God. That's pretty impressive. That's insane. That's pretty good. That's 403 is probably the amount of movies I've watched in my life. Yes. That would probably be accurate. How do you so, think 1,210 is a low number? Because just think about how many movies have come out. Like, so it actually had, has it divided up by decades and years. It says I watched 431 movies in the 2010s. I watched 35, just just this this number right here. I watched 35 films in 2010. 
I watched 41 in 2011, which it's ca- it's counting the Black Mirror episodes, which I don't feel like are are movies. Oh, the TV but, show. You know, sure, but they're 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 like hour and a half long episodes. Um, no way. Let me just go through. So like, I've watched. Let's see. Watched so 32 you, films. You went in through 2000. and ranked all of you rank, yeah. ranked yeah, 1,210 movies. That's 1,210 mouse clicks. Like, is your index finger tired? <laughs> I mean, no. you must have done it over a long time, I imagine. Yeah. You said five hours, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Five hours, Jesus. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you just take it year by year, and it's not that many, which is why I said it wasn't that much. You just look at, if you, if you break it up by year, it's, it's, it's not, not that, that many, guys. It's not that per many. Per year. <laughs> um, so, you know, I'm just saying, like, based on how many have come out every year, I just want to go to, let's say, 2015, right? Go to 2015. In 2015, there were 18,000 movies released that year. So just I'm just basing it on that. I mean, the amount of movies that have come out. Also, the amount of movies I have not seen. Like, I haven't seen any of the hunting game, hunter, hunter, hunting games. What are they called? Hunger hunting games. games. Hunger games. Thank you. I haven't seen any of those. Uh, haven't seen any of the Fifty Shades of Grey movies. There's a bunch of franchises I haven't seen. I haven't seen any of the Despicable Me's. So I'm just basing it on that, too, of, like, all the franchises I have, I've never watched. You know what I mean? Yep. You should watch Despicable Me. I should. Pretty good. I really should. Um. So, yeah, 1,200. That was a very good guess, by the way, 1,200. Thank yeah, you. So, uh, I've, yeah. I've, I'm pretty impressed with myself right now, yeah. actually. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, speaking of, do you want to do my movies now since we're on the, the movie there's a we watch ton of Black stuff? Mirror episodes I haven't watched. Just yes, you saying lot. that they're an hour and a half long. I I'm just looking at Netflix and realizing yeah. how many I have not watched. Yeah, there's five seasons, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, what was your question? Uh, do you want to get into ask. the movies I've watched? Twelve hundred and ten. Twelve hundred and ten. Yeah, I'm gonna go through all twelve hundred ten. Yeah. So Carrie signed me The Rock. I'll just mention that I did. I talked about it on the podcast that I did. Uh, fun Solo. fact: Today is The Rock's birthday. Oh, interesting! Didn't know that. How old is he? I don't know. <laughs> she should say. <laughs> what? How, how old do you think The Rock is? Um, forty-five. Forty-nine. Carrie is closest without going over. The Rock what is the 48 fuck? years old. <laughs> Whatever. Looks good, for, looks good for 48. I guess I don't smell what The Rock's cooking. So, Carrie, you signed me The Rock from 1996. It was pretty fucking good. It's got John C. McGinley from Scrubs. Just to circle it back to Scrubs. Um, really? Yeah, yep. Wrong, 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 wrong. Sean Connery, You're Nick wrong. Cage, Ed Harris. You're wrong. Very good. A lot of quotes from this movie he liked. Uh, Nick Cage says, I love pressure. I eat it for breakfast. Yeah. Very good. Thank you for assigning me that. Uh, so I've seen, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, and six. Six movies since I talk, since I recorded that other podcast. Uh, the 100, my 123rd movie I've seen this year was called Your Name. It was an animated movie from 2016. The synopsis is, two strangers find themselves linked in a bizarre way when a connection forms while distance be the only thing that keeps them apart. 
uh, people have said this is like one of the best. I think it made the most money uh, from any anime, like J- Japan produced, Japan uh, created movie of all time. Um, it was pretty good. I just feel like the the, the premise of the movie is uh, a boy and a girl switch bodies and they go back and forth. And at one point they discovered that they are actually three years apart. And there's something that's, that happens to the girl that the boy tries to tell her about and tries to have the girl um, not, there's a thing that, the thing that happens that she can't um, stop from happening, but he tries to tell her how to survive this, this thing happening. So it was fine. I feel like it, it's, it was one of those things where uh, him helping her survive, I felt like was going to make it so that they could never meet. You know what I mean? Like he knew, he knew her name. He knew where she lived. And, <clears throat> but when he, at one point he's telling her, he, they're at, they're at the same point. They're at the same geographic point, but at different times in, in the timeline. And then after he relays all the information to her, suddenly her name and everything about her disappears from his head. And years later, um, well, I won't spoil it, but years later, they, there's a chance of them meeting. And I feel like that that should have not went the way it went because I feel like he, he sacrificed the knowledge of this woman, right, to keep her alive. And I feel like him sacrificing that, the fact that they may meet up later on sort of uh, takes away from his sacrifice, you know what I mean, of, of the knowledge of her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, then I watched uh, The Edge of Seventeen starring Haley Seinfeld. Um, Blake Jenner and Haley Lou Richardson and Kara Sedgwick and Woody Harrelson. Relation to Jerry? Mm, don't believe so. Okay. <laughs> no, Steinfeld, not Seinfeld. Oh, that's totally Haley different. Stein, Haley Steinfeld. She's a actress, musician, model, I think. The synopsis is high school life gets even more unbearable for Nadine when her best friend Krista starts dating her older brother. Uh, if you've hmm. seen Ladybird, yeah, if you've seen Ladybird, it's a lot like Ladybird. The girl is a bitch to her dad and to everyone. Basically, she she's a very self centered, selfish girl, and it's very hard to sympathize with her and the things that happen to her because of her behavior. But it eventually, uh, eventually comes around. She eventually sees the errors of her ways. Uh, number one twenty five was from Up on Poppy Hill. I wasn't. I was like originally going to watch this because I watched all of the the Ghibli movies that I thought were worth watching, and then somebody recommended uh, this movie from Up on Poppy Hill from 2011. Uh, the synopsis is: A group of Yokohama teens look into saving their school's clubhouse from a wrecking ball in preparations for the 1964 Tokyo Olympics. Uh, my notes are: It's uh, it's like Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Uh, it's about the ritual of routine, the beauty and comfort in cooking cooking a delicious meal. Uh, the, the the environment is a seaside cozy apartments. Uh, that sort of that feeling of the you know the, the the ocean breeze coming in, an open window making a meal. It's very it's very cozy. I like that. Uh, it has a very light and jazzy music in the background. It perfectly sort of articulates the feeling that you get with the movie, you know, you know, the whimsy and the comfiness of the movie. So it brings it all together. Give that an eight out of 10. Number 126 was Molly's Game starring Jessica Chastain, Kevin Costner, Michael Cera. I showed you a picture of uh, Michael Cera from this movie, Dion, right? Yeah, he looked like a jerk. He looks like a douche bag. Uh, 
Yeah. And he does play one. He plays a douchebag, so it fits well with his personality, the personality of the character. Uh, this is the true story of Molly Bloom, an Olympic-class skier who ran the world's most exclusive high-stakes poker game and became a target of the FBI because um, I think they, they tried to explain this a couple times in the movie. I just didn't really understand it, but she basically uh, runs a poker game, and I guess you can't – I forget – you can't call, do a rake, which means you can't like take a percentage of the winnings unless you're uh, – Unless you're a, what do you call it, a proper casino. Unless you're like a registered casino with the state. Um, if you're just running a poker game you know, in your house or whatever, that's fine. But until at the at the point at which you start taking money from the game, that's when it, that's when it becomes illegal. Um, and also, I think uh, there's, you know, there's drugs involved. Uh, the Russian mob gets involved. Uh, all sorts of shit starts going down. So... Yeah, it's very good. She's Jessica Chastain is a very underappreciated actress. She's been in a lot of stuff I liked. Hasn't really got a lot of good roles recently. I think the last thing she was in was like X Men: Dark Phoenix. So that's not a great movie <laughs> you want to be in. Um, so yeah, very underutilized actress I think. Uh, number one twenty seven was the talented Mr. Ripley. Uh, this has a bunch of people, but a bunch of young ass people in this. Matt Damon, Jude Law, Menti- Jude Law. Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, Kate Blanchett, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. The synopsis is, in late 1950s New York, Tom Ripley, a young underachiever, is sent to Italy to retrieve Dickie Greenleaf, a rich and spoiled billionaire uh, millionaire playboy. But when the errand fails, Ripley takes extreme measures. Uh, This is, it reminded me a lot of the Hitchcock movies I've been watching, like To Catch a Thief. Um, it really wasn't what I was thought it was going to be, which I thought it was going to be was one of those, you know, smart, witty sort of, uh, con men movies, you know, where the guy, the main character sort of outwits and outplays the detective or his other, uh, friends or whatever to, to sort of get away with the crime. Right. And this one, the guy is just, just murdering people, just straight up <laughs> murdering one dude, dumping his body in this, in the ocean. Um, just being like, so what? And the, he'll get back to the, he'll get back to the resort or whatever. And people are like, Hey, what happened to the other guy? And he got the guy's like, he decided to stay in, in Italy. I don't know. Just, I don't know. <laughs> so this is, you know, it's in the fifties. So you can't call the guy. You can't be like, Hey, are you actually there? So yeah. Um, a lot of violence. A lot of violence comes out of nowhere. Uh, yeah, it's just crazy. Didn't expect it at all, but very good. Uh, shot really well, like a like a Hitchcock movie. Uh, give that an 8 out of 10. Last movie, uh, Michael Clayton starring uh, George Clooney. Uh, let's see. Synopsis is a law firm brings in its fixer to remedy the situ- situation after a lawyer has a breakdown while representing a chemical company that he knows is guilty in a multi-billion dollar class action lawsuit. Uh, has Tilda Swinton in one of her early roles. This is from 20, uh, 2007. Uh, it's really good. George Clooney is a great, great actor. Another underappreciated actor, I think. He's, a, he's one of these guys is not a lot isn't in a lot of, st- a lot of stuff. Um, he's, t- he's taken a step back recently. Uh, he, he started starring in these commercials for, uh, Nes- Nespi, Nes- Nesco, whatever the, what's that, uh, coffee, the at-home coffee company, what are they called? Nes- Nespresso, right? Uh, yes. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Yeah. You there? Sorry. Having okay. a little technical difficulty. <laughs> oh, okay. But... Where did you, did you hear what I was saying? 
at home coffee. Yeah, and uh, George Clooney starts is starring Nespresso. In Nespresso, yeah, Nespresso commercials, and he's using that money to fund um, satellites that uh, satellite cameras that look look down on uh, like uh, Sudan and look for war crimes. So thought that was interesting. Uh, so yeah, definitely check out Michael Clayton. I give that a nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Jesus, what was that? <laughs> what are you doing over there? What happened? I don't know. I heard a bing. I didn't bing. Oh, I heard a bing. Oh, you you can hear my computer stuff. Weird. Yes, I can. My bad. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, so this was normally the time that we talked about, uh, what was it? The game night, but I guess we'll do that next week, right? So sorry. <laughs> Um, yeah, we'll do that next see. week. We'll have more time. We honestly did not have time to fit that in. Yeah, we'll be straight Sorry. with you. Did sure. not have time. Yeah, uh, it's been a, a tough week. It's been learning is week? not easy. Yeah, I bet. Um, I was so working. I didn't want to stay up past nine o'clock. You understand? Yeah, right, 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 right. Um, so I have a clip here from Hey Riddle Riddle. Um. Should I should make a like you said? I should make a um, poopy pants, Damien's poopy pants corner. Whenever I talk about people the, pooping the uh, poopy drop? pants, yeah, make a drop for Damien's poopy pants minute coming up, <laughs> something like that. So I've a chance here from we might not be able to hear huh? this. Uh, we haven't we we haven't tested audio from your setup. Uh, well, I'm recording on my side too. Right yeah. So. Okay, so we might not. So it'll record here. Is we might not be able to hear it, but we'll see. So I'm gonna okay. play it in three, two, one. So I apologize. We can't wait. I speak for Adam. I can hear it. Where my mom had moved to Hawaii, and my little brother was with my dad's, and I had the whole my mom's whole house was basically like mine. I think it was like a. Um, no, I'm sorry. This is not high school. This is just after high school. I'm in like freshman year of okay, college. Okay, so far you're describing the exact plot to Home Alone. Exactly. Freshman year of college. House is mine. House is my domain. I had woken up in the morning. I was just wearing uh, boxers. They were loose, very like loose boxer shorts, not like briefs, like boxers. And I was in the kitchen, and I was um, I had opened the fridge, and I was like looking at the fridge, like what am I gonna have for breakfast? I want to eat something for breakfast. And I felt a fart coming on, <laughs> and so I farted, but it was not a fart. No, it was no. a shark. <laughs> it was like a wet shark. <laughs> but I was wearing very loose fitting boxers, and the <laughs> little piece of poop <laughs> just slid out. It like hit the floor, just plopped on the floor. <laughs> and I looked out and I was like, oh no, like what happened? And so I ran to the bathroom, like took off the boxers and was like trying to like look to see like I, I pooped my boxers. Not a single drop of poop anywhere <laughs> on the boxers. So I just, and when I saw that, I started laughing so hard because I had shit my pants but missed my pants. <laughs> and I think, I don't know if that's ever happened to anyone world else record, before. Yeah, world record, yeah, world record. That's what I truly felt in that moment. Like I, had got, I, I was the luckiest man alive. <laughs> I was just in my bathroom. Today, I consider myself <laughs> the luckiest man. A clean shark. A clean shark. Truly yeah. a one in a one million <laughs> chance. I don't think that could really happen to a woman. A woman? Why? Hold on, like, I'm not a doctor. Because of women's but... underwear. Oh, right. Oh, I mean... Well, I mean, if you're wearing loose-fitting boxers, though. Yeah. With no underwear? Yeah. Yeah. What woman does that? I mean, it's bedtime stuff. Some women yeah. sleep naked. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I sure mean, just you last could... night, you... <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean... 
Is it pooping your pants though? If you just poop naked on the floor, it's not really pooping no, your that's, pants. That's degenerate. <laughs> <laughs> that's making a statement, yep. a bad statement. That's kicking you out of my house. <laughs> yep. What do you think we are? You are my, our son. <laughs> you just poop on the floor and get away with it. Um, Dion, talk about uh, talk about um, Fiona Apple's new album. Why take a pee pee? You listen to that, right? Yeah. Recommended. Yeah. Recommend that to me. So what what do you think of uh Fiona Apple's new album? Oh the thing I was gonna you know, go ahead. You do, yeah. Talk about this this record of the year nominated thing while I go take a piss break. Yeah, can't tell you're a Billy Ellish fan. It's whatever. But yeah, Carrie, I had you listen to this album as well. Had me, forced me, forced same you, thing. Coerced you. And listen, I wasn't doing this to hurt you. Um did you know what we were getting into beforehand? I had no idea, but he, my issue with, with the biggest issue I had from this was that I saw all this hype. It was, it's May now. It was April then. And they were like album of the year. It's April. It's goddamn April. It can't be album of the year. It'd be <laughs> album so far this year, but definitely not album of the year. It cannot be a final statement like that. Now the magazine that did this or um, company that's that made the statement uh, has called an album of the year before uh, the, I think twice before um, the most recent one was Kanye's um, back. Like, I don't know, like a decade ago, they, they got that one right. So for them to say now, like, Oh, this is the album of the year. Everyone got real excited about it. It seems like um, they've had, their share misses, but listening to this album, having listened to Billie Eilish's uh, album where she swept literally everything <laughs> last year. Yeah, she did. Do you Woo! think, do you, th- what do you think of this album? Like, I mean, by all standards, I'd say this could be album of the year. Uh, just from the quirkiness Yep. It has its own like little quirkiness to it. I don't, I, I really can't understand actually how album of the years, like this is not what I would well, consider to be an album of the year. I understand everybody has different tastes, but it's like the weirder you can get in an album, yeah, the, the more appealing it is to an audience, I suppose. Like Billie yeah. Eilish, uh, her thing was she whispered. She whispers yeah. So you listen and, and a lot of it was like, she has all these stories that she's telling low. You need to listen to her stories. You know, it, it was this thing. And, and so many people were like completely, completely captivated. Like it was like this crazy thing. Like, wow. Like she's, she, she's just flipping the industry on its head. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't really see it. And, and f- personally for me, I don't think uh, she might as well have just been speaking. She had like one good, decent song on that entire CD album to me. And uh, she, she, it was like, she was just speaking uh, with background music. Like it, it, it definitely didn't feel like album of the year. And I, I did my research. I, I listened to the Taylor Swift's, the, uh, the, oh, the Ariana Grande's, the Lizzo's man. I think all of those were a little bit more deserving. Maybe that's me though. They were actually using full vocal range. They were still singing about, you know, uh, difficulties being a woman and, and, and everything. It's just, I feel like Billie Eilish, she was, she was speaking her stories and I, maybe that's what people hooked on, but the way she presented it, it, I don't see the appeal. 
Fiona Apple, this this new CD that she's got, Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Um, I also don't get the hype. I do agree that it, well, actually, no one actually, I will go on the record to make the statement that it is better than a Billie Eilish CD or album. I gotta stop saying that. That's some boomer shit. <laughs> Keep saying CD. Jesus. <laughs> album. Album. <laughs> um, I will say that it's better than Billie Eilish, but it is not deserving to be called album of the year in April. Uh, tell, tell me some of the stuff that you realize, sure. Carrie, uh, while listening to this. So I, I was not a really a willing participant in was this. Not. I was every why time are you making me do this. Yes, why do you, hate every me? time he walked in the room, I'm like, why do I have to listen to this? I don't <laughs> get it. I don't get I was mad. Any of like, there were certain points where I was like, okay, all right, this song's not terrible. Yep. But then a dog would start barking <laughs> or she would start chittering like a bird. Yeah. <laughs> or there would be a random opera section. Yeah. And it bothered every time that happened, it would just ruin the song for like, me. Like a quirk. Like, yes. It had like, and I, I feel like this is the thing that it's, it's too much. It's too much too shoving much. in your face. Like, I am not a normal industry musician. I am not like a Taylor Swift. I do my own thing. If there's dogs barking in the background, I'm just going to leave that because I am just so different and quirky and I don't care. It's stupid. I didn't like it. <laughs> and my problem with it, I suppose, is the story should have been enough. She she has a lot of lyrics that with, with some real impact. I mean, and I don't know. When I, when I mentioned Fiona Apple to you, she's like, what year is this? Like, are, mm. are and to be honest, yeah. I didn't even know that she, she's like, I don't know, from like the nineties mm-hmm. even like, so like each decade she's put out something now it seems. Um, but, um, fuck, I always lose my, 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 myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just like the, the dogs barking, like, yeah. uh, the story should have been enough. The quirks were just added into it because I feel like that's what this all this shit has been warped into. Like you have to have some kind of gimmick to your yes. album these days, and to to be to be well, not even considered for album of the year, but to win album of the year, you can have a legitimately uh, strong album be and be in the nomination, but you will not win it if you don't have like this zany feature to it or uh, or your own little spin on it, like. Like I said, Billy Ellis with the quietness, like that was infuriating. I don't know why anyone liked okay. it, but with the, the 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 dogs barking, and she's even on record saying like they did that whole song. They had the dogs in the room with them or something, and the dogs were quiet for the entire take. And then at the end of it, the dogs started barking, and she's like, "Fuck it, keep it in there." <laughs> and I mean, I guess in her perspective, that was organic. Like, right. like, ah, yep. whatever. Hey, you know, the dogs want to add something to it, right? Which I could get beyond the dog thing. The the maybe she has a story for the 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 squealing the the uh, thing that. Uh, can you do it again? You really, ah! yeah, you're so good at it. Like a, so good like, at it. It's like a dolphin. <laughs> I don't know where she was going with that. Right. Like I can I can play that, it right now. Seem, it was at the end of the first song. Says, yeah, the first song. That's how you start off. Like. <laughs> Just sound you sound just like it, right? And I'm not and, and and hey, 
some of the lyrics are super profound. She has this one where it's like, uh, evil is a relay sport. Yeah, I like the one you hurt uh, passes uh, passes the torch. You know, basically Mm -hmm. saying someone hurt you and then you hurt somebody else. I play in the background. I like the drums in this. I like the drums in this. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, this is it. Yeah. Sounds like the um, the one that does the the song for Orange is the New Black. I'd this is the song where I thought she was singing about Lizzo. Lizzo? Listen to it. Oh. What'd she say? Even Lizzo. Oh. Yeah, yeah maybe. If she, I no, mean, she, she's saying evil is. Now I realize Oh, that. evil Lizzo. Oh, okay. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got that little marching beat, you know, and, and some things, yeah. you know, the quirk that I'm talking about uh, makes for a good song, but just, sometimes it's just super excessive and I, I don't entirely blame her and she wouldn't put out something that she didn't, you know, green light or anything like that. Okay. Yeah. But I do blame the industry a little bit for the direction okay. certain music has, uh, has taken music yeah. that is going to win <clears throat> album of the year. You're going to call something album of the year and it's just, so yeah, sometimes so fucking bizarre that right, you just don't you don't get it. Well, I don't know, you. I made you listen yes. to it too. Yes. Although I didn't force you, <laughs> yeah, under gunpoint as I did Carrie. Uh, well, I have. I. I mean, and I want to say that it's not. It, it's not the worst album. I'm sure. No, it's not. I didn't. It wasn't like torture, but I don't see how it's album of the year in April. And I, I mean. You, if you want, if they wanted to say album so far this year, maybe yep. that's my biggest gripe with this whole thing. Say album of the year so far. You know, just don't say, don't, don't. No, I'm. Put uh, the stamp there's got to be Winner. something better than that. Even so far this year, it's not so. good. It's not <laughs> terrible. Like I guess it's right. not the worst, but I, I really didn't find any. I, no, I respect her. If she's the one playing the piano, I respect that. That's about it. As far as I know, she is. She's good at playing piano. Yeah, you, you like love the, the piano. piano, the pianists, pianists. Damien, what do you think? Tell me, tell me a little something. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I liked it. Didn't love it. I liked it. Um, the under the table is very good. It's got a catchy melody. Um, it's this one. Yeah, yeah, that was that was fun. A lot of a lot of the lyrics can be fun at times. I mean, there's a lot of uh, you know. Yeah, let me get to the uh, middle here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, another one I liked was uh, Cosmonauts. It sounds like a uh, Jack Johnson song, right? Get to the melody here. Yeah. No, I enjoyed this one too, actually. Yeah. This one was probably my favorite. I was gonna say that too. This one was my favorite too. Yeah. See, and then I would get into. It. I'd be like, "All right, this is not bad. I, I actually could like the song." But then something would happen where I just be like, "Ugh!" Yeah. Now I'm mad. Now I hate it again. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Artists, I you know, put their own little put the thing on it. That's fine. It's their music, but I yeah. I can't help but blame. You know, I'm, 
I don't know. I know people say, hey, I'm not looking to be album of the year or whatever. I just want to <laughs> put my music out there. But, you know, a little part of you is because right. this is your life. This is, you know. Who doesn't want to be recognized for doing a good job? Yeah, you're not going to put out garbage. If you really believe that, you wouldn't put out something that you wouldn't spend, you know, a month in a, a, a recording studio, you know, getting everything set. You'd, you'd If you really just wanted to put out a message, you'd record it on your phone, you know. Thrown on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, here's what I'll say about this. It's it, You seem to be getting hung up on the idea that it's, oh, it's album of the year. Somebody called this album of the year. And it's not. I will admit I am getting hung up on that. You are. You are. So just take it at, take, take it down on, on its own accord and just be like, yeah, it's 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 not album of the year, but it's very good. Um, I, I just, I, I push back on this thing where people will say like, what, why would this person, why does this person hate this thing? Why does that person criticize this thing? I like that movie. The Audience didn't like it. The critics didn't like it, but I liked it. Fuck. If anybody's, you know, okay, the critics didn't like it and the audience didn't like it. You liked it. Go ahead and like what you like. I don't. Absolutely. I've never, no, I totally I've never understood. I never understood this obsession with like, yeah, I, I understand people didn't like Star Wars, but I liked it. Blah, blah, blah. Well, fuck. No, don't, don't, don't qualify it with, I liked it in spite of other people. Just say you liked it, you know, or you didn't like it. Yep, but also uh, to add to that, I feel like it's it's not just a one way street there. Like you can't just take the the people that I don't like this. Uh, you know, I say something about it. You know, it's fine that you, the person that doesn't like it can say something about it as well. But to have, I get you know, song reviewers, it's their job and whatever. But I also feel like you know, there's a little bit of a responsibility out there. Um, just for everyone to start jumping on a bandwagon, almost it seems like sometimes to jump on a bandwagon it's almost like you know uh just just kind of pushing it themselves into to the um uh limelight or whatever like it it, it goes both ways like i i know you don't want to hear people complain about it as much but at the same time hearing people gush about it all the time is also like yeah almost in your face as well like oh my god this is the album of the year what like you don't say uh, come on listen listen to the tones listen to you know it could be just as frustrating so it's it's two sides of the same coin i suppose but yeah yeah it's just i i I do agree with you that i think my biggest gripe was that i think the album of the year calling it in april that 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 really bothers me (laughs) Uh, uh, like i said it's not a bad album I did it. Yeah. Say CD. It's fine. Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> like I said, I didn't, but, uh, I didn't love it. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so, it's good. Uh, yeah, it's not great. That's, I guess that's what I wanted to see. Like, what, yeah. uh, what do you think? How do you think that uh, holds up to Billy Ellis? I don't know if you like, you know, the comparison. Do you, which no. You, you I don't know. Really I don't know if Billie it's comparable. Ellis. I don't know if, it, I don't know if uh, Funeral Apple is comparable to uh, Billy Ellis. Um, I think, say if, uh, you know, Billy and Fiona were competing for the same album of the year. <laughs> I literally just said it's not comparable. <laughs> it's not comparable. It's not the same. Well, uh, you have to pick one guy, one, right? I don't. I don't. Lizzo and Billie Eilish are not comparable, but they had to choose Billie Eilish, right? They did, yeah. Yeah. I would have picked uh, Lizzo. I would have picked Lizzo. <laughs> would you? Yeah. I, I, I mean, that's also playing to my, my preference. I, I love it when, you know, musicians belt out their 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 words let, let sure let the world hear their voice sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> i don't know i liked it I, I appreciate you uh recommending it i did like it overall thank you yep thank you 
Carrie, <laughs> Carrie, what would you give it? I appreciate uh, out you of, out of, listening yeah. to it. <laughs> yeah, Carrie, what would you give it? Eight out of ten. Four. Six. Good about a seven. Liked it. Okay. Yeah, it's it, but it's also that thing of like it's, it's sort of it is up my alley. I guess you would say more than yours. Well, I, no, I would actually say this is more up my alley than other things in the past, such as Billy. Billy oh. CD that okay. that wasn't anywhere close to my alley. Right, we were in a different <laughs> continents, different yeah, different neighborhood. <laughs> yep. Let's see. Um, boo ba doo ba doo. What do you want to do? Do you want to talk about uh, Wobby's watches ninety day fiance? Because I, I never watched ninety day fiance. Right, I don't watch reality shows. I think they're cancer in society. <laughs> Same. <laughs> but he was watching it on his stream, so I was watching it by proxy. Um, yep. And he, he had a Nigerian prince um, who was ma- who was mated, not mated. She was he was hooked up with uh, a white woman from I don't know, let's say Ohio, and they're making out. And uh, <laughs> the the producer interviews the Nigerian prince, and he says, you know, she's really not my type, but you know, I have my stuff as a man, and she has her stuff as a woman, and. My stuff goes in her stuff, so it's fine. And Wubby, <laughs> Wubby pauses it, and he's like, my man, my dude over here just saying a whole is a whole. This yeah. is, is yeah. great. I love the honesty of, from the prince. <laughs> is he a prince? I don't think he's a prince. Jesus. I thought he was like a musician. Jesus, I don't know. They could be all be princes yeah, over I think there. Some, like, Who knows? Some, some kind of DJ, because he drops a, a music video. Oh, he had no. to like, completely edit it because... There was a girl in it, and she was like, she 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 was pissed off about the the woman that was in the the video. Yeah. So, Kara, like, do you do you, this, uh, this video was about me, right? <laughs> Are you familiar with the with the concept of ninety day fiance? Um, they pair two people up and they have no. to get married in ninety days. No, it's it's a guy. It's like the what's it called? The Russian mail mail order bride sort of deal, where you have uh, a man hooking up with a like contacting a, a, a somebody from another country and saying like do you want to get married because they have 90 days to get married before the person to get their green card right and so not, the person oh, I mean, they, yes uh oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what it is the green card stuff yeah because all of them are uh international yeah so it's, it's always so like when well, you have the, the Nigerian prince with the white woman you have a guy a white dude you have i forgot what the guy's name is but he looks a weird looking dude um let me find it real quick the guy with the bug eyes? Yeah. Um, what's his name? The woman went to see him? Yeah. Let's see. What's his name? Uh, Carrie, actually, uh, I was watching one last night. Big Ed. I was, Big Ed? Oh, Big Ed. The No Neck. The No Neck Ed, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's different. Yeah. You got to say No Neck. I mean, that's his characteristic. <laughs> There's a bug eye dude in there that he just like, he looks insane. It's like, such a weird thing. Up somewhere. Such a weird thing. Uh, I was I was watching this in bed last night because uh, I saw what we was on, so I jumped on. I was checking it out, and Carrie's like, "What are you watching?" I was like, "Well, I'm like normally I wouldn't watch anything like this, yeah. Day Fiance, but with his commentary, it just makes it you know hilarious. His yep. reaction because he gets into it. She's like, "Okay," and she was like looking over my shoulder for a little bit. Before she was like, "All right, I'm going to bed." <laughs> <laughs> it's no, so, hey, I, uh, I got it. I got a Wubby sub off that. You know that? I never told you. 
No, I think you Wubby have. Made a, Wubby made a deal with uh, the, the chat. It's like, all right, um, what do you say? Like 100 gift subs if one of the one of the people had a unicycle in the background. It's like, <laughs> if he rides that unicycle, he's not going to ride it. I will give you 100 gift subs if he get, he breaks out the unicycle. Yeah. And the next scene was like, I got this unicycle from this. And he, he oh, pauses no. it. And he's just like looking down at the floor. He's like, yep. <laughs> And I didn't realize that at first, because it, it never tells me right away that I get it. Right. And I ended up opening the app the, the following day. And uh, it's like, you got gifted a sub from Pay Money Wubby. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. So that's my my sixth gifted sub. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the sixth gifted sub? That's insane. Yep. Um. So, yeah, th- it's just a, a tra- it's, it's beyond trash. It's like cringe. You know, every second Super I was watching cringe. it, I was just cringing. My butthole was just clenching. Ugh, I don't, I don't, because he's talking to her, right? And they're in bed and they just had sex and they're asking, I think they asked the girl, like, did you have sex? And he's like, eh, this is something, I don't know. And then the big guy was like, yeah, I think so. Yeah, something happened. And uh, they're in bed the next morning and she's like, you got to. Well, sh-. not big Ed. Big Ed won't do it until she gets a uh, test because he wants to make sure that she doesn't have HIV. Because uh, that's okay. a rumor about. Um, um, wherever she is, Singapore, Philippines, or something, Philippines. Bah, bah. Um, so they're in bed in the next morning, and and uh, the Filipino woman says to him, "Can you shave? That's really not attractive to be kissing you right now with your big beard and shit." And he's like, "Uh, yeah. I mean, if you want to shave your legs, you can do that. I'll, I'll shave if you shave." She's like, what? Yeah, you got you got hairy legs, lady. I don't want to fuck around with some hairy-legged beast. Oh, yeah, he gave her, like, toothpaste and stuff because her breath was bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Big Ed was being, like, pretty, you know, he was trying to be as chill as possible about it. And Ugh. I get, uh, I, it's just, you know, different worlds, man. She yeah. probably didn't think there was anything wrong, and he probably didn't think there was, well, I don't know, she didn't look like she was, like, too interested in a, Four foot eleven, no neck guy, but <laughs> you know, I don't know. I mean, there's a little bit of catfishing on, on on all ends there. I mean, everyone on that side was looking to come to America, and everybody on the the other side was kind of like awkward, like no neck. Uh, 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 yeah. What was what was her name? Baby, 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 baby girl, baby. Mm. Whatever the the uh, one you're talking about, the Nigerian guy. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You call it ba- baby girl or baby yeah. baby love, baby, baby love. love. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, yeah, each one of them has their own little story. But I mean, if you're looking for love in a different country, you have to have some kind of past. One of the guys, he he's like a criminal in the states. He beat the shit out of a kid. I really? don't know if it was own his own kid or something. Really? But like that's a a storyline. Like, oh, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell her that yet. And then he gets pissed off at her because he finds out that she was a, uh, it was a Russian chick. She, she was talking to other Americans. It's like, this is bullshit. You've been lying for lying to me from the start. It's like, bitch, you haven't even told her you assaulted a child, man. Idiot. Sounds like you're getting real into this reality show. I am. Maybe that's the problem. Like I don't give it a chance. Like, because it's like, no, that's, that's fucking stupid. It's a waste of my time. Maybe I just don't want to get into it. But yeah, I blame Wubby. Now it's like I, I was like, I see him pop on. Maybe that's part of the thing. Wubby knows. I'm going to start watching this. Free content. People are going to tune in. They're going to get attached. It's easy viewership. Smart. Smart play. He got me. Hook, line, <laughs> Uh 
Uh, let me link something into. I bet the, if you paid attention to it a little bit more, you you'd be interested maybe, in the stories too. Uh, I don't know. Let me link something. Can you click that? Can you open that? The thing you can do. Where'd you send? Where'd, where'd you send it? To the me? Discord. Yeah, Discord. Uh, yeah. Hold on. Yep. My eyes are super. You didn't send it in the call. Yeah, it's in the chat. In the group. Oh, you're in the group. All right. All right, yeah, clicking it. Got it. Click that. Three, two, one. Did you count down like it was a video? Yeah. Is it playing on your side? I'm not playing nothing. So, Carrie, this is what uh, me and Deanne experienced. One year ago. One year anniversary of Endgame coming on theaters. Okay. <laughs> huh? Hello? Yeah. You there? Did I lose you? Hold on, what'd you say? I was wondering if I lost you. I couldn't hear anything. No. Okay. Are you still playing it? Uh, no. Okay, I know the huh? scene. Well, well, it's it's not <laughs> the scene. If I play it's... it's, it's you're you're huh? gonna hear it because you can hear everything on my computer. Oh yeah, so play it, play it for Carrie. I want to. I want you're gonna to be overloaded. The, so I'll I'll pause mine, then you just play it, play yours, then. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, just play yours, play yours. All right. Let me max this up. Oh, it looks like poop. Oh, there we go. Here we go. Are you playing it? Cause I can't hear it. Huh? Oh my god, what's happening? <laughs> Chaos. No, I can't hear it. Huh? Are you playing it? What is even going on? I don't even know. I'm trying. Hold on. I'm trying. Here we go. I think we got something. Okay. It's just a link from the Instagram. Yep. Got it? Okay. Got it then. All right. So we don't have sound. So, Carrie, I'll explain to you what's going on. That's Black Panther. And that's Okoye and Nakia? Yeah. Chichala is coming out of the thing to face battles. I know Thanos. that. I've read so much about Black Panther. Captain America's like, oh, it's just you guys? Shit, <laughs> we're still fucked. And then T'Challa's like, hey, man, here's Falcon. <laughs> and he flies around. And all these portals and open. Little, little, and Grimace is looking on like, what? And here comes Guardians of the Galaxy. Star-Lord. Hey! Oh, man. Oh, Spidey. Spidey, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, look That's how your cute dude. He is. That's your husband. Aww. Look at him. Cap's like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, we're doing it, guys. Pew, 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 pew. Fuck, you. Fuck you, mom killer. Scarlet Witch, 
You know, if she would just do it all dudes? her shit in the beginning. Oh, oh that's uh, Wang. That's Strange. That's Wasp. That's Fat Thor. Hell yeah. Iron Man, the hero. Who's that? Pepper Potts. Dumb. <laughs> Can't believe Wang got a line in this. Oh, I'm Giant Man. <laughs> Why is Pepper Potts in this? Because she's fighting. Smart Hulk. Rocket. Gwyneth Paltrow should not be part of this. Oh, she was like the hero in Iron Man 3. <laughs> Cap's like, oh, yeah. Do I get to say it now? Cap's can like, I say it? My dick is so hard. Oh. Can I Can I say the words? And. Theaters ah! erupting, I assume. The theater's erupting, I assume. Uh, I didn't, I couldn't hear you very well. We were cutting out a lot. But the reason I brought yeah, well, the reason I brought man, that if up you're, if if it's actually in the thing, then yeah, well, you're you're gonna be in for a treat. Okay, listeners will. It might just sound like a absolute ass of like my, commentary cheering yeah. and and stops. Yeah. So might the be reason better I, off just cutting it out completely. The reason I brought our listeners' ears. <laughs> reason I brought that up was to show Carrie the uh, crowd reaction of opening night for Endgame. One year anniversary. No, you couldn't hear any of it? No. Oh. Yeah, we can't hear the audio. You can hear all of our audio, but we can't hear any of it. I mean, just put your headphones on for that. Wasn't it coming through the... Yeah. No? Okay. It was probably. They were too far away. <laughs> I We did commentary. I told her everything was going on. But it wasn't the movie. It was the theater thing I wanted you to hear. But yeah, okay. yeah. We, I'm, we, we know. There's a bunch of nerds going, Woo! bunch of nerds just clapping and doing woohoo stuff. <laughs> woohoo! Spring break! Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, so speaking Harry's of like, nerds. I, I hate you <laughs> and everything that you stand for, and we're not friends. <laughs> this will be the last podcast we all do together. This. Um, so you can't see my screen, can you? Or can you? Uh, hold Not on, let me sure. get back in Discord. Oh, that's Notepad. Uh, if I join this call, hold on, it's fine. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me do. Uh, this. If I do a uh, video, maybe I can do that. Turn on. No. Can you see this? How's that? Yeah. So this is a rapper. They've done a few things on Fortnite where they've had events. They've had musicians come on to Fortnite and actually perform in the game. And everyone in the lobby will see it at the same time. This is the latest event they had. They had a rapper named Travis Scott come into the game and perform uh, a rap, a rapist in the game, rap song. And this is it. Oh, the live concert? Yeah. Fortnite. So for those that can't see it, it's a, they're on a stage, or it looks like they're all on a stage together, and they're waiting for Travis Scott to come onto the stage, and you see this, like, asteroid thing come on coming down out of the sky and hits the ground and Travis Scott pops out of the asteroid pretty fucking sick 
I thought creative. That is very creative. Yeah. Nice, nice pause. You pause right on his groin. <laughs> his gigantic groin. Big old crush there. Yeah. So that was just. So this is off of XQC's stream. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny because I was entering. Uh, I got this new Roku for my uh, playroom, and I was entering the code to to get to Nick Junior. Uh, activating it and everything, and XQC was was the first three letters of the code. Yeah. And I'm putting the code in, and it's like. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. It's like, oh, what is it? XQC. Yeah, yeah, I'm over there. This is my third fucking Roku. Three, <laughs> three Rokus, four TVs. I have five, six letters in the code. <laughs> <laughs> six consoles. Six consoles. And my two-year-old yep. is standing next to me like, Dad, I just, I just want to watch Nick Jr. <laughs> just put on Paw Patrol, please. Yeah. <laughs> Dad, are you okay? You having a stroke, Daddy? You wouldn't understand. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so hey, yeah. Rob Zombie almost made a sequel to my movie, The Crow. The Crow, yeah, so. The Crow, man. Okay, I let's that. go. Yeah, apparently he did. Yeah. Um, let's see. Five. I was listening to a, oh, yeah, okay, you got this. We'll talk about that. Go ahead. A couple of years before production began on House of a Thousand Corpses, Rob Zombie was originally set to make his directorial debut with a new franchise installment of The Crow, 2037, A New Age of Gods and Monsters. At the time, the future set film would have followed in the wake of The Crow, City of Angels. Although, and though it was of course never made, Zombie did write a script. The script began on Halloween night in 2010, the story kicking off with a young boy and his mother being murdered by a satanic priest. True to the franchise, the boy rises from the dead and becomes a vengeful assassin. Zombies The Crow 2037 script was eventually reworked into a standalone project that also never came to fruition. Fruition. Yeah. I've yet yeah. to, I've yet to uh, see I, the original Crow. I just gotta check that out still. You still haven't watched that? No. Well, I recommend that movie to you. <laughs> if you give me. Have but, you um, watched Benjamin? Oh, <laughs> Never. It's on Netflix, you fuck. Never. <laughs> um, yeah, I was listening to a podcast. It was, it was one of the, off the last podcast uh, on the left mm-hmm. network. Yeah. And, uh, or whatever they're on now, but I'm not sure. But um, it was Zabrowski's wife. She was in it. My wife. And, huh? My wife. <laughs> she sounds just like him, too. She sounds like chain smoking well, female version. I think of, maybe that means you that means that's his sister. Jackie is a sister. Oh yeah, Jackie. Yeah, the sister. I'm sorry. Jackie's yeah, a bro. They were talking about growing up together. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they Dude, were talking they yeah. did a uh, thing on Rob Zombie and uh it was very interesting. I, I yeah. really like Rob Zombie, uh, yeah. all this music and it was it was really cool to hear that uh I, I'm a little disappointed. I I never watched a lot of his movies, I watched the Halloween. I've watched bits and pieces of a uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, and it was entirely grossed out. Just not my jam. <laughs> but um, I liked Halloween. People shit on that, but uh, I liked it because it was like uh, kind of the psychological. Um, uh, it was still violent, but it really honed into like child psychology. Like it was, it was uh, um, Michael Myers growing up like yep. as a kid, right? And all the shit that he went through. Uh. I enjoyed it, um, but I don't know the direction the crow would have went. The first crow was violent, but it, I, 
wasn't completely gratuitous. Right. Uh, I think if the if if Zombie got his hands on that, I think it would have taken an entirely <laughs> different path. And yeah. I don't I don't know if it, it would have been uh, up my alley, but yeah. it, it would have been interesting to see what that product would have looked like. Just because I mean, the man knows what he he's going after. He's he's got an idea and he he shoots a shot. Yeah, it, it just would have been. I w- I would have checked it out. It would have been interesting to see, but it's too bad it didn't, never got made. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say, uh, Carrie, uh, favorite places to visit because we're in a quarantine. We're in what week six? Let's say six six seven. We're we're getting up there, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's been six. What place? What bar? What movie theater? What what you, what what museum? Is there a place you specifically would want to go that you haven't gone to in a long time because of quarantine? Um, I really miss going to restaurants. Yeah, and just I like trying new restaurants. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What's the first I, restaurant you're gonna go to when everything opens back up? I want to go to Jay's. Yeah. I want to get some sushi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I miss sushi. I miss... I don't know what else I miss. I miss... I mean, I don't... Being a parent and a full-time... Having a full-time job, I don't get to go out to bars and movies a lot. But I do miss going out to restaurants... I would say that's the thing I miss the most. Yeah, just restaurants mm-hmm. in general. Yeah, we're probably going out like once a week or getting some kind of takeout. Yeah. Prior to all this happening. Yeah. You said you're cooking now mainly. You're not really doing uh, DoorDash or any of that stuff. You're not ordering in. Well, we actually we started doing DoorDash like once a week, just so I don't have to cook constantly because yeah. I'm running out of ideas. Yep. What are you ordering? Uh, we got Hot Harry's one time, We and we got 51 Park one time. I tried doing Jay's, but uh, said they were open, but nobody answered the phone. Oh, no. <laughs> Bastards. That that was very disappointing. I think we, we should try our, a, little, uh, a little smaller yeah. in the future. Yeah. I, I was very disappointed. We had our whole order figured out, called, yep. and it just rang and rang oh. and rang and rang. No voicemail, nothing. It's awful. Sons yep. of bitches. But their website says they're open, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, Dion, any place you want to... What's the first thing you're going to do when everything opens back up? First oh, man. Going to the supermarket without a mask would be pretty cool. <laughs> I don't think that's going to... Uh, that, I don't think going anywhere without a mask <laughs> is going to stop anytime soon, but things are going to open well, back up. Well, the thing is, though, like you get to open things back up, like what are you, you're going to be wearing a mask while you're yes. in a bar. Yep. You're going to be wearing a mask yep. while you're eating. You, can, yep. you can't do any of that wearing a mask. But, I mean, you, you, well, grocery shopping while wearing a mask, yeah, you can do that, and you're going to have to for a while. Yeah, it's, just, it, it's, it's weird, though, because you go to a supermarket and you're not really sticking anything in your mouth. But if they open up restaurants again or they open up bars again, you have to take your mask off and literally put something yeah. in your mouth to to fully enjoy the experience. I feel like that's more of a danger yeah. than uh, that's why I'm saying going to the supermarket without a mask on would would just be just aces. But uh, I suppose <laughs> maybe a uh, bar. Just, just go get a, beer. get a beer. I mean, I got beer in my house, but yeah, I don't know. Yep, I would really like. To, the most to be able to go to the beach this summer. Yeah. Oh yeah, vacations or something. We had to cancel one of our vacations because of all of this. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't think we're going to see a vacation this year. So yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good answer. I yeah. agree with that one. Yep, yep, yep. Beach trip. Beach trip. Yeah. Honestly, the first thing we're probably going to do though is visit family members. Yeah. yeah. Everyone, our kids are dying to see their grandparents and. Our parents are dying to see our kids. Yep. Yeah, actually, what, what really uh, bothers me sometimes is like uh, our neighbor, you know, maybe uh, we, I talk to my neighbor from less than, you know, six feet away. <laughs> yeah. My kid sees his grandkids come out and like they, they were playing a lot before this. And now it's like he sees them in the other yard and it's, it's like, he's like, oh, man, they're here. And I'm like, yeah. Sorry, buddy. Like, he wants not in a bad way. He yeah, wants to like go play he, with them. Yeah. It sucks that he can't play with them. Like yep. I, I think that that would be pretty fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, being the movie guy that I am, there's a movie theater in Albany called Spectrum Eight. Uh, it's a small, like indie art house movie theater, very cozy, um, and they're located right next to um, a coffee house slash bar. So one day, I think like a few years ago, I went there. Um, and saw three movies. I started in the afternoon, so I once went and saw the first movie. Uh, came back out, got a coffee, went back in around seven o'clock. Saw the next movie. Uh, came back out, went to the went to the uh, place next door, got another coffee. Went back, saw the third movie, came back out, and got a beer and a whiskey and uh, whatever, whatever I got. So very cool little uh, place over there in Albany. I think it's on Delaware Ave. So that's probably the one of the first places I'll go to see a movie called Spectrum 8 over uh, in Albany, if y'all want to check it out. Yep, yep, yep. So, that's about all I have. Carrie, Dion, anything else you guys got? How much do you use Reddit on a daily basis? Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, probably, <laughs> let's say, four hours a day. Do you even go to any other websites, not, honestly? Not really. Not really, because if you think about and, it, and if you think about what Reddit it. is, no, no, no. Listen, if you think about what Reddit is, it aggregates all of the other websites into one. So it's not you're not looking at posts of, you're not you're not reading somebody saying this this thing happened. It's it's somebody's post. Somebody's linking an article from another website. So if you're thinking about like somebody who who takes in news, right? Oh, it's like oh, you just got that from. MSNBC, you got that from CNN, you got that from Fox News. No, I'm getting it from an aggregated site that gives me articles from Washington Post, from the New York Times, from LA Times. It gives you all this inf- it gives you information from all many different sources. So people may shit right. on Reddit because they think it's just a hive mind of of similarly thinking people, but if if you actually look at what people are posting, they're posting uh, articles and topics from wide a wide range of of, re- of sources and also if you look at the comments on on a specific on a specific post you'll see the person getting taken to task for posting a a, a headline a post that is in, that is inaccurate or it's exaggerated or it's whatever you know it's it's not a place yep. where everyone sort of agrees on one thing so I think right. I think uh, this headline gave me cancer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seen that one quite exactly. a few times. Yeah. No, it's just uh, I I understand it's aggregate and everything, uh, but it, it it just kind of bothers me that I don't know any other website to to like <laughs> go somewhere else and because yeah. you you find some subreddits and they're they're really lacking like gaming what or subreddit like like that doesn't uh, it doesn't fit what I'm looking for yeah. most of the time right. 
But like, so otherwise I would go to like Kotaku or something like that. It's just, I don't have, um, other websites really to go to. And I just find, and before I wasn't using the Reddit app, I was, I was actually using the browser to, to check out oh, Reddit on my phone. That's terrible. But now I got the Reddit app and it just keeps throwing stuff in there. Like, Oh, you checked out this one. And I checked this out. Yeah. And it's just a fucking rabbit hole, man. It like, is. It I'm is. down there and it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm subreddit to all kinds of stuff. Like today I learned, uh, uh data is beautiful. Yeah. It's um, a good one. Do it yourselves. Like yep. it's all over the place. Food. I saw a food Reddit. Yep. I'm like, I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> gets, I, I get erect looking at all the good food. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. it's it's uh, I waste a lot of time at work on on Reddit sometimes. I mean, I'm, it's never work time, but it's you know sitting there. But I'm just sitting there and nothing to do. Yeah. Check out Reddit. It's like Jesus, like get a life, man. But. Yeah, I was I was curious. Yeah, how how, how many how, how often you're checking out Reddit? Because since I got that app, it's it's bonkers. It is crazy because I, uh, well, I mean, my job is is very automatic. It's very um, it's 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 incredibly boring. I was there last night and just thinking like, you know, I took off I I, I took off fucking today and tomorrow because it's like literally they have so many people there right now. It's it's fucking crazy. There's nothing to do. So I'm, I'm I am on Reddit all the time. I have uh, subreddits. You're on Reddit right now. Yeah. A24, <laughs> A24, look at this, uh, American Horror Story, um, yeah, uh, some just so many different, like you said, so yeah, many you're different. You're pretty deep, dude. Huh? You're pretty deep. That was Very just deep. A, now you're in C. Now I'm in C, scrolling, yeah. Scrolling, Cringe, scrolling. D. dad jokes, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you get the point, but it's just like, um, yeah, it's a very, what do you call it, uh, di- diversified website. It's whatever you want it to be. It's not just one thing, so. Hmm. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. That that was a, that was that was the last thing I want to check out. Just so, make sure it wasn't just me. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's about all I have. Anybody else got anything to talk about? Okay. No. She thought about no. it. She's shaking her head. <laughs> Uh, I, I liked the last topic on the list, but I don't know oh. that I have a whole ton to say about it. It was um, the AOL oh, yeah, yeah. instant messenger and stuff. <laughs> what was your away message? <laughs> <laughs> you uh, tell, did we tell that story already? I don't know. I don't know if we said it over I wasn't really allowed to do, <laughs> like, so when I was on AOL, we had dial-up. So if I had to go away from the computer, I just had to log off because it tied up the phone line. Yeah. And my uncle would call every night and would tell oh, no. my dad, I tried to call you 10 times and it was busy. <laughs> and I'd get in trouble. So if I had to leave the computer, I was just done. Yeah. So I didn't really have away messages until I went to college. And, um, you know, didn't have dial-up internet anymore. Yeah. But I had a way <laughs> and uh, one time she was over at my house. This was when we were first dating, like seventeen years old, maybe. Yeah, and uh, so uh, in my house, uh, I was trusted enough to have a girl in my room and close the doors and mm. stuff, and she would actually be spending the night at times. Um, nothing like being at her house, but I. 
I don't even know if we were actually going at it at or that you time. Just put it as but your I'd, way message. I'd put it as my way message. Like I was like, everyone, shut the fuck up! I'm trying to nail my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and her little sister saw it. She was online and she saw the away message and she ended up telling her mother. And <laughs> she ended up hearing about it later on. She went home and she got grilled about it. It's like, whoops, sorry. It's all, uh, I'll be better about that. <laughs> Next away message. I am definitely not having sex with my girlfriend right now. <laughs> nice. I don't even remember that. Like, I know it must have been horrible for me to go home and my mother. I don't know. I don't remember if she was pissed or more just concerned uh, or definitely had a con- needed a conversation. Uh, we conversation de- but I don't have. remember it, which is surprising. Yeah. Yeah. And besides those away messages, it was probably just some, uh, edgy lyrics or, yeah. or I don't know. I think it was sometimes you make like, uh, text things like, uh, I don't know. I don't remember some cryptic away messages. You're online, but you're 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 browsing. Yeah, you're, you're you're invisible or something. Yep, yep. It's it's in, interesting to think about that. Really, a very small portion of the population really grew up, you know, using that. Like, just think about it. It was how I I used it from the time I was maybe thirteen until I was like nineteen, maybe. Yeah. And everyone that, like, my parents never used it. And the generation after me never used it yeah. because they got cell phones and could just text. Yep. So it's really just our generation, I feel like, that has this memory of instant messenger. Yeah. So Something that, so major, so well, that influential. Was such, I mean, it was such a big part of my life, especially yeah. me. I grew up in a small town. Like, I was miles away from my friends most of the time i couldn't just go outside and hang out with my friends so this was the way i stayed connected to people yeah and me and you before we even dated would talk all the time on instant messenger yeah yeah you even had like chat logs printed out. <laughs> i did <laughs> i saved all of our meaningful conversations that i was like this is gonna this, this is uh, something I want to hang on to. Yeah. Crazy times back yeah. then. <laughs> Did you ever meet? Chat rooms yeah, and profiles. The chat rooms, and... yeah. Did you ever meet anybody on uh, AOL Messenger or like Yahoo Messenger? ASL, man. ASL, that, ASL, did I ever maybe? meet anyone yeah. in person? Yeah. No, never. Yeah. I was too young for that. You were too young? Me neither. Yeah. I had a conversation on the phone with a guy once. Really? I mean, when when ASL like age, when I was going to the chat rooms and it, there was a point where I wasn't meeting anybody. I was talking to the people that I already knew. Right. But when I first started using like AOL, yeah, it was like I I was going to chat rooms like and I just I just remember AS ASL yeah uh, age sex yeah, location like going into like the teen chat rooms. pool party. Uh, chat room and like I was like, oh, like you sound hot like what are you wearing <laughs> oh bikini like you know, that kind of shit. <laughs> super cringy anyone looking back and be like yeah fucking idiots, yeah man that was the point that I realized how big Massachusetts was because when you when you found somebody from Matt they're like you know blah 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 uh, M A oh you're from Massachusetts where and they're like Medford I'm like hold on Google. 
fucking Medford. Where the yeah. fuck is Medford? That's oh. in the middle of the state. Shit. Ma. <laughs> How am I going to get there? Yeah, Ma, where's Medford? How far is Medford? I don't know. Three hours. <laughs> Mom, I love her though. Mom. <laughs> she looks like no, part two. It ended up getting a, a, a pen pal. Not going to say a pen pal, but you know, it was like internet girlfriend kind of thing. Oh, yeah. But looking back, and it literally was just a pen pal because that's as far as it ever went. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Watertown. Waterton, I don't know, but it's by Boston. It's funny when I drive into Boston, I, I, I did the same thing you did. I googled w- Watertown, and I was like, oh Jesus, that's pretty far away. Well, whatever. And uh, it, later in my life, when I'm actually driving out to Boston, it's like, oh shit, Watertown. No, yeah, I wonder, if, I wonder if she's still there. I wonder if Stacy's still there. <laughs> I had one guy that I talked to for years, years and years, and then even after that, like we had emailed for a long time. Um, his name was Max. Max. Okay. Yeah, his name uh, was Max, I and that. I was I was convinced that we were going to meet someday and live happily ever after. Mm. Yep. Uh, I met a girl. Yeah, and never saw a picture of him. Yeah. Never knew anything other than he was like a year older than me, and he played baseball. Yeah, I got a and picture of Stacy. You got a picture of her? Yeah. Nice. Not not with me, but well, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's no, I never got a though. picture of him, but uh, I remember. I remember he had um, dirty blonde hair, and he played second base hmm. on his baseball team, and he's funny. That's good. And he told me when <laughs> what he told you. He, <laughs> All those uh, one day he would he would send me a picture of just him and his baseball mitt, and that was it. Nice. Swing. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. We stopped. Uh, I stopped talking to Stacy for a while. I changed my screen name, and uh, I had. She never changed hers, and I. I don't. I don't remember how long it was that it, we hadn't talked, but I hit her up on my new screen name. She's like, "Who's this?" Obviously, you know, you get a new screen name. And yeah. Like, Who's this? I don't, I don't know you. It's like, oh yeah, it's it's me. Oh, hey. <laughs> like, hey, what's up? She's like, it was just like. Ah. We've grown apart. Yep. <laughs> We're different people like, now. We can't grow apart. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we've already been apart. <laughs> I'm not even like looking at like the, I mean, that whole part of it is just kind of like died. I was just, I was just hitting her up. Just be like, Hey, yo, remember me? Like, uh, and she's like, nope. yeah, we grew apart. I'm like, Hey, 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 slow your roll. Like <laughs> I'm older now. All right. I'm in, I'm into more sophisticated conversations. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't remember how much time I was. I was down visiting my uh, my some family in the south at the time, and I was using um, AOL down there. And she just popped on, and I, maybe that's what it was. Maybe she had another one, and I didn't know her name, and she popped on her old one. I'm like, oh hey, what's up? Yep. And then and that's and that's how that conversation. But yeah, she, she was trying to break up with me. I'm like, I'm like, bitch, chill. <laughs> what did you think this was? Yeah. What did you think this was? <laughs> Um, you got me fucked up. I actually remember emailing Max and telling him about you. Oh, man. Oh, sweet. I did. And that was it. That was the last time I ever talked to him. <laughs> I ever heard back from him was like, I remember writing him this email being like, I found um, someone. No, we weren't even together yet. I just remember saying things like, I. 
just telling him about you how we were really good friends and how you were like my favorite person it, it wasn't romantic or anything but yeah, you were just my, my favorite person he's like sounds like you love him and i was like no he's <laughs> just my friend before yep. he gets done with that conversation he's like i'm free he's back in the market back in the chat room <laughs> yeah yeah newly single asl <laughs> no we weren't even like we never we never defined our relationship you know oh, okay. we never were like you're my girlfriend i'm your boyfriend you can't see anyone else it was just like it was very cat like we would talk and we would cyber and we didn't have to define our relationship you know very we nice just, we saw other people that was cool yep. you got a keyboard fuck buddy absolutely <laughs> <laughs> and then you find out he wrote you a letter every day like crying gosling in the notebook oh man dirty letter yep. imagine max coming back into our life yep i wrote you every day <laughs> yeah. it turns out i was hiding the letters yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna be easy why didn't you tell me about these letters it'll be really really hard but that's what that's what love is i don't even know what his last name is <laughs> max shows up at the door now he's definitely not the athlete he used to be he's balding yep <laughs> I remember his screen name, but I never knew his last name. Carrie drops the Stacy line. We've grown apart. Yep. <laughs> I'll enter the frame. Strong, strapping young man. Jacked. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Sports 1984, if you're still out there. Wow. Sports 1984. <laughs> Hell yeah. What, what was your first screen name? QT Soda Pop. QT Soda Pop. What was yours, Damien? You know, I said it like. Garbage Fanatic. Yes. We talked about this before. Yeah. Mine was Viper with uh, like six numbers after it because Viper was already yeah. taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't like Viper like the snake. It was Viper like the car. Dodge Viper. Yep. I talked to yep. a girl Good for stuff. a while and we met up and made out at an outlet mall for two hours. What? Really? Yep. yep. It happened. And then what happened after that? Nothing? No, no. She just took me for a ride. She was like, that's all I wanted. That's all that was. Just to make out with you? Yeah. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah, buddy. Good for you, man. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> you survived. Yeah, I was always way, too, up and way too cautious <laughs> yeah. to do that. I think we even, like met halfway. Well, you got to go to a place with people. Out yeah, mall. yeah, 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 yeah. That's smart. If you met halfway, so that's how that worked. Never go to a second location. <laughs> Did you, like, how old were you when that happened? Like 14, 15. Yeah. Did your mother know that you were going there to meet up with a, someone? I think she drove me there. I think she drove me there. I think. Yeah, but did she? She, she yeah. knew what your intention yeah. was. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, my parents would never do that. No? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good time. Although it's weird because my parents let me sleep over your house all the time. Because I was, I was, I was, uh, I was a good kid. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't worry about me. You murdering me. Yeah, yeah. They knew they would find you in a ditch somewhere. You're welcome. Yep. <laughs> so all right now i think that's it. that's it that's all i got that you that's yep. all you got that's all we got yep so that'll yep. do it for this week's uh last call cast tomorrow we got mr dion and me where we tell the people what we're gonna be doing tomorrow mm. this is to watch along yeah what are we watching yeah. along oh yeah this little butthole <laughs> he wants to uh his name is like, oh, let's let's watch scary movies. 
let's let's review a scary movie. I'm like, bitch, you got me fucked up. <laughs> I already told you. Like, I don't I don't like scary movies. The condition. I'm like, all right, I might dabble yeah, in it. The condition. I might dabble. I'm like, what do you got? What do you got on deck? And he's like, hereditary. I'm like, you. I knew you were gonna say that. I knew you were gonna say hereditary. You were like, the one condition is so we have to I watch it together. We're watching along. Yep. Hereditary. Yep. And uh, it's gonna try to scare the poop out so of me. Look, Probably gonna work. Yeah. Look forward to that. Probably Monday. So yeah. Okay, you want to watch it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, no. All right, so yeah. that'll do it. For Hard pass. Last call cast for this week. Been Damien. I've been Dion. And Carrie. Carrie. We'll see you next week. I've been Viper 63592. <laughs> <laughs> Were those the numbers? <laughs> nah, it just winged that one. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye-bye.